Excuse me, uh, Mr. Leaf, what were, what were you just saying? Well, I was looking at this uh, on the table here. There's a, a gladiator um, film prop. Mm-hmm. It's re- it's it's replica. Uh, I don't it's know. It's been used before. I spent way too much money on that. This looks like feel a it. It's very uh, if problematic tur- dominatrix <laughs> outfit. Or something like that. And if you turn it over, I had to fashion some foam in there yeah, so that course. it would fit nicely. Of course, it was um, hell of a Halloween. I costume. heard that there were there was a uh, a possible either reboot or. A sequel to Gladiator oh, is oh, oh. Russell is it like Russ no because he died. He died. Spoiler. So that's spoiler. Alert. Think a prequel. Yeah, mm. yeah you could because oh, yeah. he had a reputation as a great warrior, yeah, right? He's, so he's like, the commander of. But the, uh, he certainly can't play oh. it. There has to be somebody else playing that because Russell looks like. Yeah, the, right. yeah. he looks very, like. Uh, what was the what was the head of Fox News? Roger Ailes. <laughs> Roger Ailes now, right? He did just play him. Well, yeah, he's really good at, at getting into whatever shape he needs to be. Right. For he's his a roles. method actor. Good yo-yo. I tend to do that uh, when I broadcast during the year. I like if I feel like I'm I'm going to meet a coach who's you know maybe a little rotund. I'll gain a few pounds. <laughs> Smart, make him hey, feel comfortable. <laughs> I, mean, I I gain and lose thirty pounds each year during winter. I'm like a bear. You hibernate. You get. You put on weight. Make sure you're okay with the winter weather. So like, by the way, this is the pod. There you go. We are joined by Ryan Leaf, which is which isn't not our normal guest on the pod. Normally we go comedians and stuff like that. But you're I mean, we talked to you earlier. You're basically a comedian. I'm funny. He's got jokes. And you have an exactly. incredible you have an incredible story. From number two overall pick, number three in the Heisman. To prison. To prison. To a motivational speaker. To ESPN. To ESPN. Working for the world. That's the route. That's the route. And then we also have incredible comedian Al Jackson. Yo, what up? Dude, I'm sorry, Ryan. I got to go first with the intros because I can't follow that one. (laughs) (laughs) Number two overall pick. Thank you. We got Al's here. Be put on shoes. Uh, Al Jackson. (laughs) AljacksonLive.com for all all that. Uh, Ryan D. Leaf on Twitter. What are you on Twitter, Al? Uh, at just Al Jackson on Twitter, Al Jackson IG on Insta. Which you also do, because it's funny, last time we talked to you, knowing you and talking to you in this setting, and then knowing that you're just on like a morning show. Yes. Daytime it's, it's two very TV. Diff, it's two very different roles. Yeah, dude. It's a TV show. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought That's it was like Good radio. Morning. It's like Good Morning America. You're yeah. Good Morning Denver, essentially. You know, you yes. know what it is? It, it, it's, it's a nationally syndicated show. It's it's basically The View, but with two guys and two women. Mm-hmm. And it's live. It's just like, whatever you just said, homie, you just said it. But it's good for like viral moments and stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, it's... Uh, it's it's different, but I feel like this, like what we do, like as podcasts, everybody's like, oh, because I'd also audition for another talk show and, and book that. And everybody's like, you're good at audition, but I feel like I've done a thousand podcasts, so I'm used to like listening to people talk, figuring out when to talk and when to not to. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. kind of worked for me. That's a that's a real thing, like that we dealt with at the beginning, like stepping on each other. Yeah. I still do it. I mean, I, I mean, stink well, at it, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. But, but he's uh, a piece of shit, and he just exactly. yells over top of everyone. <laughs> it works for me. So uh, fucking works a piece of shit. You got that voice. You got to let the people hear it. You exactly. Gotta, you have, like, 80s radio DJ voice. That's what, I, And that's what I'm going you for. You would have been a multimillionaire in Fort Lauderdale <laughs> in 1989. Instead, now I'm just poor. It was, <laughs> you know, it's also fun, you too. You missed your window. <laughs> yeah, our electricity turned off the other day, so <laughs> it's a whole other story. But it's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> You got a good life. <laughs> you guys don't know. Three 
him and two others in this office. Oh, you too. Sorry, yeah. I didn't even see Cuban Z. They uh He's you not see him right sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything. There's a professional football player in here and all I can do is stare at Cuban. Like he's like, oh, I didn't see you over there. Like, the first guy I would go buy Coke from. <laughs> Gina, uh, I think your mic's off, by the way. <laughs> hey, this is a professional show. Yeah, no, we're in it. Oh, there you oh, go. There XLR's there. unplugged. The guy produced the show. His mic's unplugged. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was unplugged. <laughs> so, I just found it. Last time when you were here, I'll say this. I, sh- I, I normally was on the mic that you were on. Mm-hmm. When we left, when you left, I could smell the bourbon on the mic. Really? <laughs> wow, that that's... Uh... That's the beginning of what I'm going to say at AA today. <laughs> uh, that's, that's my opening line. Yeah. Did you, uh, you stopped drinking, though? I did. Uh, I just stopped. Uh, I just, dude, and I was talking to Ryan about this earlier, Pat, downstairs, but I just, man, I don't know. I was just done, dog. I, I, I knew the morning I woke up, I was like, I don't want to... I don't want to feel like this, you know? And after a while, I just feel like week. a full-time job, you know? Like, just uh. be hammered all the time takes you got a balance and like okay the eight o'clock show is about to start so i need to get two doubles in me i can have three in between because it's a 10 30 second show like what the it's gotten crazy math <laughs> i'm doing like i don't want to do this no more i just sit there with my soda water and text my kids it's awesome so you as a comedian and you as a professional athlete athlete i feel like those are two professions that that's like sometimes push people towards that side is that correct well i think that uh it's a it's a place that as we know comedians are some of the most depressed people in the world Mm -hmm. when it comes to this you know they're making everybody laugh and they're like i'm supposed to be funny all the time athletes we're not supposed to show any kind of vulnerability at all ever so like when we're struggling like that you know you don't see anybody in the locker room walk up to you and go hey i'm I'm really struggling with this can you help me it's just hmm. it's it's a, it's a stigma that existed for so long, and I think I grew up in a cowboy culture, living in Montana, and then living in locker rooms my whole life. Never saw it. So why, when you are in that position, why would it ever even dawn on you to say those words? Because you don't know it. You don't see it in film or TV or mm-hmm. movies or anything like that. And I think recently we've seen individuals at the top of their game, Kevin Love, Deron DeRozan, mm-hmm. even The Rock, Michael Phelps, Guys come out and talk about their their you know character defects and their frailty and the the mental side of things and and I think you continue to do stuff like that and you shine a light on it. Um, more and more people, the younger generation, are going to be like, oh, that's okay. Like it's 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 strong for me to say, hey, I I might be a great athlete, mm-hmm. but I still you know struggle with what life brings to the table, which I think everybody does. I I loved what Dwayne Wade did, which is like immediately after he was done playing, he went. Because I couldn't imagine, because what was he, 36 when he retired? You've been doing this your whole life. The transition. And now you're just, there's just nothing. You've got a ton of money. And just like now, now what? And the fact that he went and saw somebody for that transition, you know, because for for me, Ryan, I I just, thinking about like your journey, I couldn't imagine you getting all the things that I'm sure were thrown at you at a young age. Because I'm sure you could, you knew, everybody knew you could ball at what, seven, eight? Yeah, I mean that pedestal so, went yeah. up and up. What were you at up. seven six five? <laughs> real. I grew. My growth spurt happened between my freshman and sophomore year. I went uh, from like six one to six five. Jeez. 
and was like 165 pounds. <laughs> I looked like a toothpick running Kevin around. Durant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it was that. And and then I finally grabbed the started putting weight on. My son, my son's two inches taller than me right now than Jeez. I was at this age. So Oh my God. You know, he, he uh And how how old is he? Two years and five months. He's forty inches. So what's that? Three feet four inches. Listen, sure. the other, yeah. last show I didn't know five year olds could walk or not or talk. So <laughs> <laughs> we were at Disneyland on Sunday and like we went and met Darth Vader and like Darth Vader like is pointing at him, telling him to join the dark side, and the <laughs> dude is is easily influenced because he was just kind of like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> dun, I'm like, yeah, dun, that's, that's my son. Yeah. Like, why do we have to act like the dark side doesn't have some benefits, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty dope. Like, they probably have way doper chicks, way better oh, parties. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it didn't seem like there's much a was reason going why on. Anakin came over yeah. that quickly. Like, he's like, you know, the emperor sold him a bill of goods that he actually got to experience. I mean, he lost the love of his life. And all his limbs. All his limbs. <laughs> but then he got like a mechanical everything yeah. and probably just, you know, he's all the way to Wabasha with these women in Star Wars <laughs> Universe, you know? So that's a grumpy old men reference. I don't know. No, no, no. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. I have a question, though. I have a prison question. Dark side. Is there a dark side and a light side to prison? <laughs> Definitely. Right? I mean, it's it when you're in there, it's it's entirely up to you to make a decision whether you're going to rehabilitate or not. They're not doing anything to help with that process, right? I feel like they're supposed to. Yeah. And so it, it it's entirely up to you to do those things. And, you know, and then there's others that are just, they're going to be there forever. They're going to come back. Uh, they're going to get out and come back. Well, I was starting against the uh, um, New York Giants five years ago, and now I'm. This is yeah. this is what's going on. How was that too? Because one of the things that I was curious about was kind of the transition that you had from you know one life to the other. Obviously, going from the NFL to prison, you know. I, I can't even uh, um, demonstrate to you what that what that feels like, but what it felt like at the time because I was so far down the rabbit hole of just using and self-medicating it almost felt like a relief mm-hmm. yeah there was a ton of fear around what this meant like you know i'd never been a, around law enforcement around jails i had no idea what it was like um and so that took a moment to get to but as soon as i found out i could have a little flat screen tv at the end of my bed i was like dude this is all i've been ever looking <laughs> yeah. for <laughs> it's, yeah because it's funny because you're, you're saying this stuff now which this morning on pat's show you're making prison sound. I feel like I was watching the Office episode of Prison Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're making exactly. prison sound pretty nice. Yeah, sleeping red until zone. noon, red zone on the weekends, yeah. three whole meals. It is not a deterrent. We are the most populated prison um, system in the world. Yeah, So by far. By far. Not even close. And there's a reason why people continue to go back because it's better than maybe being homeless, mm-hmm. not being able to provide for your family. Let's say you're, you were dealing drugs and that was the way you were providing for your family you get out and you're like well you can't do that anymore because that'll send you back to prison worst case scenario is you're going back to prison worst case is- scenario you go back family doesn't have to worry about you three squares and a cot uh, you know it's it is a a terrible thing that 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 has been funded and uh and put into perpetuity here in this country and uh, you know i got to see it firsthand and i think it's given me a ton of education you know and i you know i i'm i'm I'm, we talked about it. Also. I'm big on decriminalization, mm-hmm. uh, especially the fact that there shouldn't be nonviolent drug offenders in prisons. 
I mean, that would empty out probably half the prison population in this country. Yes. Yeah. And then you tax it. Colorado's done a tremendous job in that. The crime in Colorado has gone down significantly, right? Yeah. Dude, I, I, I'm going to tell you this, Ryan, and, and as somebody that has been working in nightclubs and comedy clubs for 14 years, I, I've, I don't know if this sounds like a conspiracy theory, but I really do think that alcohol is allowed to run unchecked in our society because what we don't really say is that without alcohol, we don't have an economy. Mm -hmm. You need alcohol to create chaos. With marijuana, you have people staying at home. I'm sitting with my girl, <laughs> Netflix. We're going to binge watch. Yeah, I just finished uh, fucking uh, Breaking Bad eight years late. But, you know, <laughs> dude, I'm not drinking. So I can do that kind of shit. Alcohol, what does it do? Let's go to the next spot. The fuck are you looking at, dude? Let's square up and fight. I hurt you. You now are giving money to the hospital. Get your nose fixed. I'm going to get a lawyer. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to pay a court magistrate. I'm going to, the, the fucking every, the whole system is based on people Bars, fucking restaurants, up, pissing everything. in alleys, bar fights, mm -hmm. DUIs, all that kind of shit. If you do not have alcohol, the percentage of, of crime in every city goes down. Cops have less to do. Paramedics have less to do. Court people have less to do. Judges have less to do. And I think there's something to the fact that you can buy alcohol anytime, day or night. Anywhere. You could drink at breakfast. They'll call it brunch. Mm -hmm. They fucking mm -hmm. cover up anything you want to do. But, like, you go get a joint and everybody's, oh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you're into, relaxing on the couch and not causing chaos. But, <laughs> you know? I, I assume it's not like that in Colorado, though, anymore. There, uh, do no. people still judge for smoking in Colorado? No, it's, it's, if you even told people you smoke, they'd be, it's like... It's so passe. I mean, they decriminalized mushrooms, to your point. Uh, you can carry, you can have mushrooms on you. It's almost like Amsterdam. You can have them on you. They can't be taken from you, uh, but you can't sell them. So it's that whole yeah, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. of like, the you, I don't know how that works, but they're, <laughs> they're on the way to, to decriminalizing that as well. So I don't know. Brian I, wanted to add, uh, Brian, I wanted to ask you this. In terms of decriminalizing all drugs, do you think cocaine would be the one because i feel like the average square couldn't handle that it'd be uh it would just be chemical form be adderall yeah yeah that's essentially what it would be uh hmm. in in chemical form so that's the, they know what they were getting when they walked in uh you know legalized heroin would be or decriminalized heroin and in a drugstore would be that you know, makes sense would be a, with hydrocodone it would be yeah a, yeah it'd be an opiate painkiller so you know I had an argument with my mom about that one time. I was like, you know, decriminalizing everything, taxing it, informing, DEA is removed. You're talking about emptying prisons, all these things, you know, cartels then don't have the black market to all the violence that comes with that. And and she's like, well, people would be lined up around the corner for, at Walgreens to – to get their to get their drugs, and I'm like, that's that's not true. Like, you know, your son would be. <laughs> that's why it's so. Why you A believe it's so, But I'm like, your, like, be. like your husband wouldn't be, or like the people people wouldn't do that. And those who do, they're gonna get it no matter what, right? If like, yeah. if you tell me that my only way to get it and fix myself was to break into homes. That's how I that's how I did it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You you go to the ends justifies the means no matter what for that purpose. So if you say you can go into a safe environment, uh, we just saw in Philly they shot down a safe safe injecting site because a bunch of 
people complained about it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, uh, it's going to happen no matter what. People have railed against not having paramedics not be able to carry Narcan, and I'm like, you know, again, someone saying it incentivizes uh, junkies to to overdose because they know they're going to be saved. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee right now, we're looking to numb out completely. And what's the what's the most and most important like numbing you can do, and that's be gone. Yes. So we there is that isn't a consequence for an addict. Wow. We don't we don't care. But let's say I overdosed and someone wasn't there with with Narcan to to bring me back and I'm gone, right? I mean and I I look at people and I'm like, see how I changed? See how people have changed? Mm-hmm. That would have never been able to happen if a paramedic isn't yeah. carrying yeah. Mm-hmm. carrying that kind of that kind of life-saving thing mm-hmm. because you know, that's the way this works. And so um, you know, I'm a big advocate for for all of it, and people assume that I'm like uh, against people smoking weed or doing. And I'm like, hey, people know people can do it in a healthy, um, yeah, yeah. you know, controlled way. I I can't. Like, I'm allergic. Mm-hmm. Like I've told you this before, guys. Like, I, I break out in handcuffs. That's my allergic <laughs> reaction. So I'm not fit for that. So I don't do it. Yeah. And I, that, that's something I had to learn. Further to your point, like, if you're going to, let's say, the pharmacy and you're getting these uh, substances in, you know, a, a controlled form like that, I think it takes away the stigma, too, from kids. And it's like, it's, it seems less cool to go get drugs from go get the my pharmacy. Yeah. It turns into medicine. Yeah, yeah. And then to go buy it on the street corner from some dude. Well, it's like Europe with drinking and shit like that. Like, kids don't black out in Europe because no. it's just so laissez-faire. They fed wine when they're seven years old yeah. at yeah. dinner. Yeah. It's not a thing. You know? And I know what you're talking about because I watched... Uh, New Amsterdam this week, and a doctor got fired <laughs> <laughs> for taking a patient to uh, one of those supervised uh, shoot-up sites. Every guy wants to last longer in bed, but counting backwards from 100 or singing Mary Had a Little Lamb doesn't always work. The folks at Roman, an online men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes, the secret to longer, better sex. Mm. Roman Swipes are convenient, over-the-counter wipes, clinically proven to help you last longer, and the packaging is small enough to fit in your back pocket. They're super effective, doctor-approved, easy to use, fast-acting. Probably sounds too good to be true, right? Wrong. Wrong. Swipes are the real deal. Studies have shown up to a 340% increase in stamina after three months of regular use. Roman swipes will ship to you in discreet, unmarked packaging, and each swipes packet is small enough to hide in your wallet. What makes swipes better than all those creams and foams out there is the desensitizing effect that doesn't transfer to your partner or numb you. Also, they're damn easy to use. Oh, aren't they? Just take the swipe out of the pocket, wipe it on your most sensitive areas, wait a few minutes, and that's it. That's the quickest way to take your time. Keep Roman swipes in your back pocket for longer, better sex, and get yours fast with free two-day shipping Woo. by visiting GetRoman.com slash USA. You never hear solutions. They only say, no, we're not going to give you a clean needle exchange program. We're not going to legalize this. We're not going to give you more rehabilitate because I don't think they want that. I think they want biblical retribution for what they consider sins. And so any solution that a Ryan Leaf or anybody would throw out that is proven to work in Portugal or proven to work places where they have had heroin Mm. epidemics and then been able to pull back a little bit, they don't want that because they want to 
believe that if they are living their righteous life, everybody that is not living that same path deserves to die or get pregnant or get herpes or whatever they call bad people are and get, you know? Yeah. That's why there's so much pushback. Like, who, exactly. who has beef with well, the clean needle program? The, the four private prison uh, lobbies. Yes. I, I, the, the prison I was in was a for-profit prison. Yeah. And they sign these deals with the, the state, and it incentivizes the state uh, judge and the prosecutor to give jail time because when they sign these deals, they have to pay for a 90% occupancy. So the state's paying for it to be 90% occupied. So if it's only 50% occupied, it doesn't matter. It's still being paid the 90% rate. So it incentivizes judges and district attorneys Jesus. to go after jail time. To rip somebody's life apart. And it's just, and they just, they print money. They spent more, I can't remember what, how much money they spent on lobbying fees uh, in Washington a few years ago, the, the four private prisons, per pop, the four profit prisons, and it's it's astronomical. It is just, it, it absolutely is. So I get, to, I totally understand your point. And to, hey, to your point, Al, we're in Lent right now. Shout out to people uh, that won't eat meat, but they definitely had sex. Their oh, entire it's Friday, life. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Did you? I blew it. Oh yeah, jeez. <laughs> and that sauce well, you're is on the pizza. Yeah, the sauce is on the pizza in the wings. Yeah. Hey Al, I wanted to. I don't know if, if I should bring this up. Oh please. You already you, accused you, him of being an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what could be worse? I could have worded that better. Um, <laughs> are you still getting catfished by bigger women? Oh man, <laughs> dude, I can't eat, bro. First it's, time he was in here, he told a story. Uh, that is, yeah, that that the fallout from that. <laughs> what happened, <laughs> dude? I don't even know if I can speak on it. <laughs> I I don't even. I'm gonna just let that go. We'll talk. They catfish there. you like they're smaller women, and then they good sh- angles, right? Good angle photos. Yeah, but like people, yeah, that <laughs> I, it'll all. It'll make sense when we turn the mics off, but yeah, <laughs> can't even speak on that, man. Uh, I wanted to bring up, so you guys are two successful human beings. Did you guys happen to see Mark Wahlberg's schedule? No. No? Oh, like his you? daily schedule? Like his daily schedule? Yeah, yeah. routine. Like he's up at like at 4 a.m., right? I'll, I'll, I'll read it. Yeah, please do. 2.30 a.m. wake up. Why? Well, well, <laughs> Arky Mark, man. Well, because then at 2.45 When does he go to bed? You'll see. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm no. That, no. That, that was cause for alarm. Okay. You, you were not out of line with that. Two thirty in the morning. Okay. All right. Two forty-five a.m. is prayer time. Right. Okay. Three fifteen a.m. is breakfast. From three forty to five fifteen is a workout. Then he's got his post-workout meal. Six a.m. shower. Seven thirty a.m. golf for an hour at Riviera. By the way. Mm-hmm. Eight a.m. snack. Then he has nine thirty is a cryo chamber recovery. Of course. Naturally. Have you been in a cryo chamber? Yeah. How I are they? Those. They're cold. Ten thirty a.m. snack. Eleven a.m. family time. Meetings work. One p.m. lunch. Two p.m. meetings work and call. Three p.m. he picks his kids up from school. Nice guy. Good dad. Three thirty p.m. snack. Workout number two at four. Shower at five. Five thirty dinner. We're gonna call it supper. And then seven thirty bedtime. What is he at? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, that's the, this isn't this isn't when he's on set. Okay, oh, okay. this is a, this is a this is a home day. This home is day. this is home day. Yeah, I, I I don't know how you go to bed. It dude it's, fucking hates his life. Yeah, Are you bullshit. kidding me? Why can't you just do all of that from maybe instead of working at two thirty or? How about if you don't like, schedule your fucking snacks? Yeah. <laughs> That's super weird, and I understand. I don't want to hate on it. I, un- I understand being on a tight track, and obviously he's very successful. Yes. But the restriction has got to be. I don't, maybe he thrives so in that. So he gets seven hours of sleep at night? 
Yeah. Yep. With two workouts at plus forty. But he could change. He could. He could change that schedule and maybe go to bed at ten and wake up at five, like a semi-normal yeah. human. But being. but he wouldn't be able to play golf because he, he 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 schedules his business day to be around business hours. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to do the workout. So I understand that that part of it. Um, nutritionally, right now, I, I've I've scheduled my snacks and stuff like that because. Hey Ryan, we're trying to dog on Mark. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But well, you know what's going to turn out? You're gonna you're gonna phone me up like in a week, and I'm gonna be like, I can do the podcast, but it, it it's got to be like at three thirty. So I get at three thirty now. All right, I'm following in one of the most successful people's. Uh, yeah, somebody get his schedule down so we yeah, can call Somebody next get week. that schedule down right now because yeah, he's. God damn, I'm missing snacks. <laughs> I will I will say this: a schedule like that. And uh, you know, I, I look at how I've I I lost the weight for a while. I think for a lot of comics, especially when you go from having a day job your whole life to then not oh, working for imagine. ten years. Yeah, weren't you a until, yeah? I was a, a middle teacher school. I taught of middle aerospace school. science at Harvard. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, no, I taught middle school, and then after that, I just did stand up professionally I, I, and just having. Do you know all someone those... that taught aerospace science at Harvard? No, I have a master's in biomedical science. There it is. That's oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like having that much free time. And Ryan, I want I want to hear hear, like I don't know what your schedule was before you kind of fix your life. But for me, I was not prepared, and that's why I asked you because I, I I knew you were just a great athlete at a young age. When did you start realizing that like you had almost like a golden key to go anywhere in life? do anything you wanted and then started having things offered to you because that's I was just like a teacher and then all of a sudden the hot chicks are offering me drugs and I'm like yeah Yeah, let's go yeah are you kidding me you know so I I wasn't prepared I had no training for that uh it was it was probably uh after we'd won the apple cup and it was the ramp up to the rose bowl and I started uh being asked to go to these award ceremonies down your, in your final year yeah down in down in orlando and then at the heisman trophy like uh i'm at the heisman trophy and i knew i wasn't going to win or anything but i was just part of this whole night i had a girlfriend in college yeah. right so i was just i was like the homebody i came up to my little two-bedroom apartment you know I drank some bud lights with the boys played some dominoes then we went and played football on saturdays yeah mm-hmm. and no one was really watching in pullman washington okay and then it was a little different. And then people started telling me I was the best quarterback in the country next to a guy named Peyton Manning. Uh-huh. I'm like, really? And then I decided to go pro. And then after I decided to go pro, a uh, bunch of agents, a bunch of marketing people, they're throwing Rolexes at me and Nike and Pepsi and all these things. And then I just really realized like, Oh, I own this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you did, and it's and that's the way it's gonna. And you have to have somebody who's experienced it around you to pull you back, or you have to already be kind of a have dealt with a, a ton of adversity and have overcome a lot to understand that like you're not that important, kid. Hmm. All right, you play a, a silly sport for a living. You're not freaking curing cancer. All right. Um, just because you're great at football doesn't mean you're a good person, and I certainly wasn't that. But that's that's what we do. We place these guys on pedestals. Uh, it's an institution in our country, and it's so great to see the likes of Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. guys who get it, mm-hmm. and they make things not about them when it's outside the football realm, right? It It's not about them, but what they do when they step on the football field, it is all about them. And I did not prioritize the two when I got to that position. It was about money, power, and prestige. That's that's what made you a success. Yeah. 
I just it it seems because and you could speak to this more than anybody. I want to get your opinion on this too. I look at like I look at like the NBA. We're looking at LeBron getting up there in years, D Wade mm-hmm. getting older. But I wonder if the early two thousands NBA guys were the template for them for what they didn't do, like the oh. Antoine Walker, yes. mm-hmm. Kenny Anderson, the guys that went and literally blew. I Grab- think you know uh, AI. Shout out to Allen Iverson, but like he blew a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And you look at Dwayne Wade; he has a clothing line. Uh, he's a, a wine company. Yep. Uh, Dwayne, uh, LeBron has a production company, obviously. Pizza, his too. Pizza, they, yeah, the fire pizza. Blaze. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Blaze is fucking good. So do you think, Brian, that, that yeah. these guys, God and maybe it. the athletes we're, ta- we're look, talking about now, like the Patrick Mahomes, they looked at the, the generation, almost two generations before them, and was like, well, I'm going to see the landmines they stepped on and sidestepped them. Hopefully. You know, hopefully, I, I had a great, great opportunity at the combine three years ago to to mentor Mahomes uh, and, and and Deshaun, and I thought that those are two guys that actually kept asking me questions. Mm-hmm. You know, understanding why that went wrong. I think a lot of times young, talented quarterbacks meet me, and their their main thing is to like distance themselves because like I don't want to catch what he's got. <laughs> catch the bug. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to. Uh, that that that's not going to be me, like the you know. Yeah, so it's it's like the it's it's like the coronavirus I got going for me, and just it, I had it for like twenty years. Um, and and but they're they're young ones now that are, are are looking at things and seeing things in a different light, and like how do I that I know that can be a possibility. Like when Ryan asked me the question, like what thing do you think cannot happen? You don't think you can be the second pick in the NFL draft and be a millionaire at twenty one? Or not the felon drug addict. Like both things can be true, if you don't do the next right thing. Yeah, I I think social media and yeah. people being able to now the influencer thing and them start their own companies and things like that. Mm. Um, like and LeBron's doing right now more than an athlete. Like that's that's yeah. the big thing now of these days is more than an athlete. And back then, dudes just they just played whatever sport they were playing and that's all they cared about well it's like rappers too it was right? barkley right yeah rappers barkley in his day playing yeah, yeah. Yep. and then rappers came out and then everyone realized they were getting screwed over by the label and it was like all right well we'll just start our own labels and then we'll start our own clothing line and then we'll start our own alcohol and then we'll sell our own watches and shit and yeah and i mean and that's what and that's what movie stars started doing too like we talked about like like uh cluning all them like they're starting alcohol companies like no one anymore is just an athlete or just a comedian or just an actor or anything like that everyone has a brand well also i think the internet helped deconstruct what was kind of this mysterious thing about like well how do you start a tequila company how do you how do you uh you know get a copyright for this book i just i just give it to my agent then you find out you know they fucked you and took 70 (laughs) percent and i think so many people saw that that now they're just like I'm gonna hire a consultant. Like I wrote, a, I just wrote a kids book, and I hired a, a small publishing consultant and got my book done. Like, what's it about? These things. Uh, it's basically a, it's about kids detaching from the internet. But the 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 subset of that is uh, my youngest son is on the spectrum, and it's about my three kids going on an mm-hmm. adventure. And you don't realize until the end of the book uh, that my my third son hasn't spoken because he he talks, but he's almost nonverbal. So uh-huh. I wanted to show people that. Uh, kids that don't speak that much can still have a, a profound impact because he's in every scene and he impacts every scene but he doesn't speak but you don't even realize yeah. it. so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to show kids that like you're gonna have you know a lot of kids in your class that are on the spectrum and looking back on it I definitely had kids in my class that were on the spectrum yeah. but like there wasn't a word for it 
So yeah, like now I'm know. like, oh my fucking my the guy that was across the hall from me in college, he was fucking. Uh, but back then you were like, that was fucking weird. It's that's that's super true. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on the uh, coronavirus. Oh. Uh, we had uh, Dr. Drew on our show last week, and he it actually went pretty viral. He went on a rant saying the coronavirus is nothing. The flu is what you should be worried about. And as somebody that had my youngest son had the flu, and then it uh, it got a follow-up infection in his spine, and it got really scary. The flu is fucking scary as shit, but I think it's not sexy. Like, you've heard the yeah. flu. like yeah. But corona sounds like... The outbreak, like somebody in a yellow suit's gonna be walking, that there's something like to be scared of, but like the flu is taking people out. My girl told me, because she used to work at Cleveland Clinic, I was in Cleveland, and she said like they're one of their head surgeons, was like 65, like one of the head heart surgeons in the world, died of the fucking flu. Jesus. Dude, it's like, it's serious, man. But I think, I think coronavirus, I mean, worldwide is what. A thousand people, fifteen hundred people, something like that. Thirty-eight percent of Americans uh, won't buy Corona the alcohol because oh, yeah. of the- that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I get the point with the flu because it's 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 been pla- like it's been like it's been placed in <laughs> the bottle. It came in through the bo- yeah. it came yeah. in through the border. That there's no wall at right. Mexico, man. <laughs> Who named the virus? Uh, someone probably Anheuser like Busch. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some competitor of Corona yeah. for sure. It Corona was, just put out seltzers too. It's a tough time. It's Dos Equis that. that put it out. Probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how seltzer with vodka in it took over the fucking world? Because oh, it's uh, fucking delicious. It's Ow. it's a vodka soda, which is that <laughs> no, was it's my. Not. It's what are we talking about here? Uh, like 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 Spike seltzer. Truly, uh, I mean yeah. the list goes on. I haven't had anything to drink in eight years, so I don't know what's cool anymore. Is is uh, is Zima still a thing? It's, it's, oh, it's, they it's, are Zima. If you put a Jolly Rancher in it, it's pretty. Yeah, cool. really? I think okay. it's Zima without sugar. And if you think about like, yeah, yep. and especially uh, Ryan, when you were back at the bar and I was in Miami starting my career, I remember being at the bar and people would have drinks and I'd be like, oh, he's got a blue drink. What's that? And then she's got a red drink. What the fuck's in that? And like now, I think because everybody's so conscious of sugar. And that's why White yeah. Claws is so popular. Yep. Like everybody's drink is like clear because it's really just soda water with some booze because they've we've cut it down to just like I want to get fucked up and not have a gut. <laughs> See, yeah. 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 Exactly. I don't want to know that it's clear though. I've taken it. I've one place uh, they like didn't have cans or I don't know what it was. They they poured it into a glass. White Claws are clear. Yeah, oh yeah, white claws are mm-hmm. clear. We just had that full conversation Crystal about it. Crystal clear, my friend. <laughs> but I do like that he's approaching the world with wonder, like an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that's that's everything. Every day. And it tastes terrible out of a glass. Out of the can, it tastes really? incredible, terrible out of a glass. Yeah, I wouldn't want to drink it out of a glass. No, it's just not the same. It doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, you, you need that aluminum garden hosey taste yep. to just really bring it home. This is the world you're missing, right? That's Alcohol a- is uh, it, it's 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 not a thing that any, you ever in your in your wildest dreams are like you know what I love the taste of that you're drinking it for a reason correct right? yeah, I love a Jack and Coke I love the way see Jack I think Daniels I think tastes. you I think you do I also love getting boozed up that is, that is the underlying yeah, factor to all of this right that yeah. is it is the messed up version of it and. I did not. I've I've never liked any kind of alcohol, and I was a big whiskey uh, whiskey and diet drinker. You know, uh-huh. yeah, that was my thing, or or rum and diet coke. That was my that was my go to. Right, the bat on the Bacardi bottle. People mm-hmm. call me Batman oh, yeah. sometimes. <laughs> That's Batman. Like, That's pretty good. Name. And um, 
and that's I and I and I drank it so I would lose inhibitions and I could talk to pretty girls oh, yeah. and uh and see we don't even talk to girls we just, we just drink it. Yeah. yeah they cut out the middle woman yeah, yeah. yeah. like we just want to get back at two in the morning with some wings and talk to each other <laughs> you nailed it you fucking hit it on the head have you been hanging out at our house or, uh, what's going on that's exactly what we started this podcast for <laughs> yeah but it's i think i think you're you know you you hit it right on the head where i think that's where shots come in is like if you don't oh, like yeah, the taste yeah. oh yeah like you just get it three shots Boom. and you're right there yeah. And I think the the thing that we it's hard to talk about because it sounds kind of creepy when you say it, but it's very difficult for men and women to interact. It's very awkward. Yeah. It's, it's like you're putting your ego on the line. Yo, go over there and ask that girl what's up. Like that's scary. So you need a little something to dance sober oh, is yeah. difficult, and yeah. to have sex sober for the first couple of times is difficult. Ugh. So yeah, it's it yeah, it's a lot of people can't imagine. Never gonna it. do that. <laughs> yeah. Gross. There was a time when I was single when. I don't even know what sober sex was like for years. Oh, I, I think a lot of people. Yeah. Like I don't think that's a. I don't, I don't think that's a brag. That's because I don't have. You're getting mad pussy, so it is a brag. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Vicodin was. When this, I left Vicodin's, out, was there was three you know, times the sex over there. Vicodin's the three thing t- where you take it, and it like it numbs you just enough where you can be freaking Superman. Oh yeah, yeah. like two <laughs> hours. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that why people get addicted to it? Probably. <laughs> I'd like yeah. to. I'm going to blame it on that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I ruptured my Achilles it tendon. It doesn't feel bad. And uh, they gave me oxycodone. And this is back before rappers were talking about pills and shit. Oh, yeah. And I took like seven or eight of them. Not at the same time, but like over the course of a week because I really needed them. It's a tall guy. And I realized, I was like, I need to stop this because this is going to be real bad. Like I was right at the forefront of the pill thing, but I knew myself. I was like, and my doctor was pushing them on me. Cause this is I was in Miami and this is back before Anna Cole Smith or anybody had died. Yeah. So they he was like, Yeah, you want a refill? And I was like, Why is he come on? <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Have like, another. Yeah, dude. I didn't even know people sold them. I was so naive. I lived in Miami, like people weren't doing pills then. They're doing coke. Yeah, dude. So I, I but I was like, yo, if I take one more of these, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be that dude in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Pat McAfee. Yeah. Who, who was just shooting stuff with can I say? The Los Angeles Chargers. How come they didn't say hi to you, Brian? I don't get it. <laughs> Different city. <laughs> Different city. <laughs> Different city. Yep. Did you know Tom Telesco at all? Um, no. He wasn't there at the time. So I, that's who I just, I talked about Tom Telesco there. Yeah. General manager. Has to make a massive decision for the Chargers. Came from the Colts. He's the reason why I'm in the NFL. Do you think they want a quarterback? Uh, I believe they are in the market. Do Ryan you, Leaf can still sling it. We saw it down mm-hmm. here earlier. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you consulting for the Chargers? Uh, if asked, I will. Um, I won't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that uh, as this gradually gets more and more um, inventive now after the combine, and more and more of these quarterbacks are being seen differently, and the fact that Tua may go to if Tua goes two to Washington, that means Miami at th- or Detroit at three is probably going to take Herbert because that's their Ooh. next quarterback. Right now, you're talking about three of the quarterbacks of the Four five lines. that we were talking about that are gone. The Chargers are at what? Picking six, six. Mm-hmm. they're either going to have to move up, or or they're going to have to feel like what they do is get a quarterback and maybe ultimately feel like they settle. But I don't. I think if they get Jordan Love, or if they get a Jacob Eason, or if they get a Cole McDonald in that spot or something like that, I mean they're going to go much higher than people anticipated. But I think any of those three guys are good. They also got Eason Stick there. Oh, they're getting yeah. Tom Brady. Uh, that's what you believe, I know. Yeah, I don't. I will. I do not believe for a moment that he will not be in a Patriots uniform next year. No, no, no. Everybody, I know. Uh, Connor, 
Hey, you this even guy admitted said it. he's hey, gone. I didn't say it. You Ryan admitted did. he's gone yesterday. <laughs> I, uh, but today's a new day. I mean, <laughs> Brian Lee wasn't here yesterday telling me that he's coming back. Everybody on TV is saying he's gone. I know. Do I you believe? What, do you believe? Only only people I really believe are um, my mind. Okay. And you know I believe a lot of a lot of the things that you say. Me? Yeah. Oh. oh, he's going to the Chargers. <laughs> no, no, you should. I said a lot. Yeah, yeah, things. you shouldn't. Right. By the way, yeah. I, I, it's hard to believe anything right now because everything's. A smoke what do you think scene. is the best situation for him? I, Would you char- say the Bears or that that I time is not good? For him. I don't think there's a good. You can't ask him to go someplace and play in a different offense. That's yeah. the interesting thing about it all, right there, is the whole new offensive system. Twenty years in, I think the Chargers are a great spot though, business wise, just because it's a new stadium. They are they've struggled with fans. You get the goat in there who's handsome. TV twelve method uh, would destroy, destroy in L.A. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's just from oh, a yeah. from a business standpoint, like That's what LeBron did. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, LeBron. And maybe he's maybe he's asked LeBron some mm. questions about that because they're in that rarefied air yeah. that they talk to each other too. Yeah. The this is coming out when Monday. Mm-hmm. We'll probably know more information by Monday too. So this might be a, a delayed conversation. But I thought about this the other night when I was watching LeBron with the Lakers. Late night, I was watching them, and LeBron was playing. I wonder if when LeBron was growing up, late night, he watched Kobe, right? Yeah. So Because on the Eastern Standard Time Zone, sure. late night was Lakers all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, LeBron feels obligated. Anytime you hear him talk about the Lakers, he feels obligated to carry the torch of the Lakers on. Like, I wonder if that's something that'll continue or would have died if LeBron didn't do it. But I think the Lakers will continue to be that. Oh, yeah. You I know mean. what I mean? Forever. Like, I think all the great players are going to want to get to the Lakers. The Lakers were yeah. still the Lakers, like... They were still talked about the Lakers even between Kobe. Even though they were terrible, they were still the Lakers. By L.A. people, though. They, they kind of, you know what I mean? Like I, I felt like they disappeared a lot everywhere else. Me, too. too. Yeah. I think they did, too. L.A. people will especially not the go Clippers. see a shitty Lakers team. Uh, yeah, especially with the Clippers coming because it was Lob City then. They'll, yes. they'll, mm-hmm. they'll go. They'll still go. It's a moment, right? It's, it's just, it's. they'll still go to the games. Okay. I have a buddy of mine. Uh, he's my financial advisor. He's had season tickets for the Lakers forever. Right, and he still did during that whole time. And he, you know, we play golf, and he's like, "Hey, you want to go to the Lakers game tonight?" I'm like, "Hell no!" <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see him get beat by thirty. Watch Bill Walton's son walk oh. up and down. Oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> four passes before a shot. Yeah, it was it was the Jimmy Chipwood uh, era in, in L.A. Ryan, uh, do you think if the Chargers had fans, what do you think their relationship with you would be? Not good. <laughs> um, I went to a uh, Chargers game against the Eagles three years ago uh, by request of the commissioner Mr. Goodell was in town and uh, he asked for me to go and I had to I had to like my initial reaction was hell no right I I can't go there Uh, I can't bring my wife there she was eight and a half months pregnant Uh, I'm just gonna get booed I'm gonna get told I'm a bust a loser all these things what are you doing Goodell and why would he do that? To why is Roger well, you know what? You know why? He has. He had something else. You know, they were about to hire me as uh, a coordinator in the Legends community. Okay. Jeez. Did we break something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. I did it. I mean, this guy. Um, and so I called a bunch of my friends and I like pieced it out with them. Like, do I do this? I mean, I. It was like an anxiety thing for me, and I decided to go. It was in a suite, so I was going to be removed. It was a kind of a separate entrance. I wouldn't have to walk, you know, walk in through the. And I get up in the in the um, booth, and then Donnie Edwards is there, and Donnie is a former UCLA Bruin, played for the Chiefs, played for the Chargers, has become a really close friend of mine, and he just kind of had my back. Mm-hmm. And then 
Roger Goodell comes in and he starts telling me just stories and welcomes my my wife in there like she's part of the family, like I'm part of the family and all that. And then Alex or uh, Dean Spanos walks in, mm-hmm. who's the owner. Yeah. And I had never had the opportunity to make my amends to him. And I didn't think I'd ever have the opportunity. When, when am I, when am I going to be in the same room or same like space as Dean Spanos ever? And he walked in. And I don't know if, if Goodell set this up or, or how it went about, but I was able to walk over to him. And I think Mr. Spanos was very taken aback and surprised to see me. And, you know, I just apologized to him for my part and what went down. Yeah. I, you know, whatever, what anybody else did during that process, who knows, who cares. What I did in it was act like a fool and do sh- just stupid shit and really put their organization um, – and he just, and I think he was taken aback that I apologized. And, and he was just kind of flipping about it. Just like, it was, a, you know, hey, don't worry about it. It was a long time ago. And then he was just kind of shaken and, and he left after talking to uh, Roger Goodell. And I walk over and, I, and Goodell looks at me and he's just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I feel like he, there was something into it that he knew this was a possibility. And there was a way for me to have some closure and, and, you know, nothing changed, right? You know, still I'm a pariah to the Chargers. They're up in LA now in my backyard. And then a year passed, and now I'm I run into him on the golf course. They're they're a hole behind me, uh-huh. and I walk up to him on the tee box, and he asks about my family and my kid. And there's it, the ice melts a little bit more. And then uh, about six about eight months ago, I'm asked to go to the Chargers facility to speak to the current and former players because of my role at the NFL now. And now I'm inside the facility. And then at the Super Bowl, Dean Spanos and his wife both come over to me at the Legends Lounge that we put on uh, at night, and they sit down and have a 15, 20-minute conversation, mm-hmm. uh, tell them how proud they are of me. Oh, I mean, that's... Man. That's awesome. I just got chills. Hey, that's a full yeah. coming-of-age story right there. That's a, that's a full circle. Yeah. And, and so I, I don't think the fan bases, as fans or fanatics, will ever... You know, they'll look at me as like the biggest mistake that the Chargers ever made. They don't really have fans. Yeah, there isn't. Uh, who cares? I guarantee you, a lot of those fans though have w- that were your age that are now your age now, which of course they would be. They've done some shit too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but and you don't so, admit. But unless you have like some uh, a conscious shift, you don't admit to those things. You're like, fuck that guy. No, <laughs> I think I think a I lot think, yeah. of dudes. Every yeah, dude that's forty's got some like right. It's I life. Really, San Diego's a little up. more laid back, so. Probably, L.A. I, f- I find it. I, th- I find it ironic that they are like in my backyard now, too. Literally, mm-hmm. I think a good thing for you to tweet out is just like Chargers will always be in San Diego to me. Well, oh, I already did that. <laughs> okay, good. Well, there it is. You already got those people <laughs> back. Oh, I, I did when they, when they moved, and I just said I, when they moved, I was just like, you know, no matter what, like San Diego gave me my dream. I wanted all I ever wanted was to be as a pro football player, and they actually gave me that dream, That's regardless awesome. of it how how it turned out. I got to be a pro football player in that city for three years. Um, what golf course was that where Dean Riviera. was golfing behind you? R- Riviera. He's a billionaire, right? Is yeah. this guy a billionaire? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he got to be to be an owner, I yeah. assume. Where did he make his money? Uh, Mr. Davis. By the way, I have a... If, <laughs> it's a lot we, of money, we, man. We, Buying tickets can be complicated and confusing, but there's a simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. Oh. Let's go. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Whether you're catching your favorite musician on tour, shopping for the perfect gift, or searching for a last-minute deal to see your favorite team, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best 
prices to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Uh huh. Nothing beats being there in person for the biggest plays and best performances of the year, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. Live a little, experience a lot. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed. You can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket. Best of all, our listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code THEPOD today. That's promo code THEPOD for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Do it. Pat brings this up a lot, and it, it sticks with this story, I think. Uh, Raj, when he walks out of places, he normally walks with the military or children because he doesn't want to get booed. Right. So if he that brings PR, that doesn't matter. By PR one on one. If he brings you to the Chargers and they boo, he could just say, "Oh, they were booing Ryan. They weren't booing me." Hey, oh. <laughs> listen to this. Like after that terrible game in Kansas City, we were back home and I had done a Make a Wish commercial mm-hmm. for the kids. Like we, were, I was granting a wish to a terminally ill child, and it was a commercial up on the jumbotron of the game against the Giants where I had just thrown. It was like the fourth quarter, and I'd thrown four interceptions, and we were bad. The damn commercial got booed. Well, oh, no. Make a wish commercial. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, they weren't yeah. booing the commercial. They in were booing San, me oh, I know. In, I know. The in San Diego? Yeah. Listen, I know that kid's sick, but this guy just threw four picks. Yeah. We are fucking <laughs> This guy is an asshole. <laughs> Poor <laughs> kid, but asshole. That seems more like an East Coast move. Yeah. That seems yeah. more like a Philly move. Oh, well, we were playing man. the Giants, so probably a lot of New York fans. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was you debunking the Roger Goodell with kids theory right there yeah. immediately. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I got booed during a fucking make wish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that dude's getting booed no matter what's going on. You got a freaking Green Beret walking next to you or a child with, you know, multiple sclerosis. It doesn't matter. Like, Roger Goodell is going to get booed. I um, I think after the Rob Manfred thing, I have a lot more respect for old Roger yep. Goodell. For sure. After I mean, just that just dumpster fire of how that went down. Fire. Just listening to Roger Goodell speak, like he has to make decisions that are very difficult. I've always been a guy that's like, hey, has Roger Goodell fucked up? For sure. He's he's the face of a billion dollar industry. And, and you got 32 masters. Exactly. 31, 31. 31. 30. 30. Packers. Packers don't have an own. Well, okay. Oh, okay. Good what? trivia. Hey, yeah. hey, it is good trivia there. But he, the way he handles things, he's just a politician. Like you never hear him say anything out of pocket like whenever he answers a question he's not giving you an answer but he's not saying anything else watching rob manford go through the entire baseball thing i was like this guy's a fucking student yeah, big <laughs> this guy is an idiot over here and he called his 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 own trophy a piece, a piece of metal, of metal. Piece of metal. Oh, yeah what an idiot hey have we talked about daily blast live yet uh we have talked about the morning show a little bit hey good show I don't, I don't get to watch the full episodes. I only see the clips, but I enjoy them thoroughly. You do very well. And that's like a good home for you. Dude, yeah, it's great, man. I love my co-host. And I, dude, I'm going to tell you this. And it, it really is this, but it's live on TV. And just being able to say how you feel. I know, like, I think we take it for granted, but just like, to be able to say how you feel about the Astros or your ex-wife or where you want to be in 10 years. <laughs> to be able to say some honest shit and like not read it off a prompter like we're yes. not. And like when I go do uh, conferences, a lot of times there'll be news anchors there and their first thing is like, what is it like to say what you... Because they're reading off a prompter and they just yeah. have to read what Putin did and the kid got, you know, hit by a school, but they just have to read shit. Mm. And like to be able to say like, yo... I'm going to put my name, Pat McAfee, on this shit. Like, this is how I feel. Love it or hate it. It's like, it's good to be able to say that shit and then own it and then walk around because I feel like your fans connect with you more rather than like just 
you know, saying platitudes. And the narrative, right? You have a chance to almost, I don't want to say spin a narrative or control a narrative, but whenever there's only one opinion being given about something, and then you get to give your own, and it might be a little bit different. So the listener or audience is like, you know what? I never thought about it that way. That's how I view it, too. You're like, it's like an enlightening time, too, potentially. It's like, for me, I felt real fulfillment out of that, you know? Oh, that's great. And if y'all ever come out to Denver, man, I'll throw y'all on the show, man. It'll be... It's like oh, a live oh, podcast. Oh. Real dope, man. I'm yeah, going really to Denver. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, come I'm, through. I'm going, too, if I'm getting on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow. You don't want him. Don't, don't, don't. Don't. <laughs> he knows. You don't want anyone. He's a loose cannon. Yeah, there. he'll say we, hey, dude, I haven't cursed yet, which is shocking. So that's on the show. I haven't cursed on the show yeah. ever. Somebody asked me that question at uh, a Q and A yesterday. You know, I asked me about whether or not uh, I've I've cursed on my radio show or on like, are you afraid you're going to curse on a, in a game? And I said I was calling the BYU Boise State game this year, and they called the panel. I went. Jesus! <laughs> and like people like tweeted at me like I, ESPN, I cannot believe you let oh, this guy use the Lord's name. Mormons are crazy. Dude, yeah, they um, told us that with the FCC, a, a GD is worse than an F bomb. Really? I, I didn't know. Oh that. my God, people, d- bro, people don't mess around with GD. I don't, not even on a pot. Like, you can say it here. Yeah, people you don't damn God, dude. People don't, people God. don't mess with it. We had a big religion conversation the other day. We're uh, we're a big religious podcast, so you could drop a goddamn here. There we go. Don't yeah, do it. don't it's, do a, it. it's a it's see like the risk assessment, thing. like the um, you know, like you have to weigh like the pop versus the inevitable pissed off people. Yeah, is it is it worth it? Everything, it's every, never worth it. Literally everything is this risk assessment on whether or not it's yeah. worth it or not. And I just don't think, like for instance, that guy uh, Trossy in Cleveland that was caught on a hot mic yeah. saying the uh-huh. M word. Can't say the M word. It's, it's not worth the pop that you're going to get yeah. for the little problem you're going to have when you don't say little person instead of uh, the other word that he used. And he probably did get a nice little pop on radio there, uh, radio rail from his boys there. Yeah, his <laughs> boys probably laughed, but yeah. boy, the rest of the world, guys fired. Yeah, Never exactly. did, did they fire him? Yeah, I think so. Wow. They suspended him. I mean, I'm born and raised in Cleveland. But like, will ultimately probably be fired. Yeah, yeah. Tony Grossi is, uh, he's been on the air since I was a child. I mean, he's. He, you can make the argument he's the voice of Cleveland sports. And really? So, oh, he's not just some dude. Tony Gro, I don't really. That's who said it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he, by the way, he's, he's been huge. beefing with Baker for a long oh, for time. A while. That, when that whole, that whole thing went down, uh, that was how it was with me and TJ Simers, the LA Times. Yeah. The oh, wait, wait. Yeah. Was that the guy you. Not the one I yelled at, but. But this guy, this guy was a, this guy was a, that wasn't bad. Now that I know how big you are, by the way, <laughs> I mean, seeing you. They, could, you, they missed it, too. Like, the camera didn't. Pan over fast enough where I actually like picked him up and threw him on the chair. I yeah. could fathom. I wish you would stuff that nerd. Had he, just, he just <laughs> had he just been riding you? Like, what? Well, yeah. Where did that? That didn't. That's one of those things where it's like, oh, we're seeing the tail end of right, twenty sure. weeks of no, something. No, he baited. He don't get me wrong. He baited me, but you know, I, I made the choice to try to be intimidating and show him I was in control here and. Like I, always I think did you did a, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, cost me a lot of money. I think. Uh, yeah, congrats on that. By the, way, the mission was complete. Yeah. on what you were trying Junior to do. Junior Sale steps in, shirt off, looking like the beast that he is. <laughs> like grabs me, throws me in the shower, flips it on cold, says, "Cool off, baby boy." My nickname was Baby Boy. Too, so. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, yeah. What a great story. Cool <laughs> off. That is great. So after you yelled at a reporter, Junior Sale <laughs> picked you up and dropped you in a cold shower and said, "Cool off, baby boy." Yeah. That's did a you, great story. Did you just sit in there until... And I just sat there like a little kid going, yes, yes, dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then my father was in town with his uh, business associates. And then back, you know, when it ran on any other normal news network, it was bleeped out. All the, the, all the fucks and mm-hmm. shits and all the stuff like that was bleeped out. But HBO 
real sports oh. was uh, inside the NFL at the time. So my dad wow. comes down for the Giants game, second home game of the season uh, for us, and he brought his business clients down that wor- that he worked with in the insurance business, and they're we're all sitting around in this house in La Jolla where I have, and we're watching in. Oh, I forget that when you play in that league, you watch the shit. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right? Because I don't watch any of the shit at all now. Mm-hmm. You know, not at all. Uh, and I, because I, I get all the information from the people that are, are working in it or around it. That's where I get my information. Well, anyway, we have it turned on and it's playing and he's got his two business associates there and they're, and all of a sudden, my dad, the intrepid businessman, integrity character, his son, the one that they came down to watch, they're, they're watching it and it's just like, Fuck you! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Yelling from the TV. And they're like just watching it, and they're just kind of looking around. And I'm sitting there over there, like, uh. <laughs> all right, all right. That was, go, that was taken out of context. Dad, an dad, dad, dad helps me write an apology. I go in, I stand in front of the cameras, and I read it. I mean, it's it's it's. I'm reading it. My oh, dad wrote it. Yeah. I'm reading it, and then I literally just kind of fold it. And throw it into the locker after I'm done like that. I mean, just, I'm 22 years old, right? Being told what to do, not liking it, wanting to tell everybody that has a microphone in my face, like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. louder. You could not do what I do. You are such small people. Good way to say that, by the way. Tony Grossi said it differently. Yeah, he got in trouble. He got in trouble. Yeah, dude, hot mics, dude. That's a... that's a thing, bro. I'm I, I try and always, always live. Yeah, because I have a mic on always. probably six hours a day, and it's like, dude, it's like, good practice for saying the right thing everywhere else. Yeah. It it just it does check you, and yeah. I do think like always. the internet has made it so that people, I kind of act like I'm always being filmed or heard because all it takes is one fucking thing. They'll take it. They'll re- it'll erase everything you've ever done, everything you ever will. Tony Grossi's been speaking into a microphone for. 30 years and one thing he said when he thought he was off camera at an empty radio yep. row this is this is why anytime you tweet like when I put together a tweet sometimes and I have to like like go over and reword it and figure out how I'm going to word it more that immediately tells me yeah. don't send it because if you're having this much trouble to interpret you know say something where you want people to interpret especially on Twitter where context is like uh, see you and I are very different there yeah. <laughs> if I have to craft that tweet a little bit more alright we're making it better but in real life I assume no that- I try to make it better but if I ultimately at the end of it I'm like okay this is this is you know I just I, I erase it that's the difference that's it's not for, worth it no yeah. put it to the drafts by the way it's kind of fun to look back <laughs> looking back on some of your drafts <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have some in the draft that are ready I mean they are <laughs> missiles I, yeah I had to alright we'll just we'll save that one for a later day I we know. thought about doing a segment where we just go back through our drafts and oh yeah those, I do the but, same thing I, I, could, I haven't done that forever you gave me a good idea I can look at these things some yeah. of them are see I think with like Twitter what we've had to, either we've learned the hard way ourselves or we've seen other people that we respect mm-hmm. is that Whatever you're casually mentioning, there's a subsection of people that live by that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you could make a casual comment like, yo, he eating here in Pittsburgh. I'll tell you what, they like their beer and nothing at this bar is gluten-free. And the gluten-free people. Are you kidding me? My son died in Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) You think it's hilarious. I hope you're following. And you're like, dude, I just sent a goofy text about pizza 
But whatever word is in there that applies to this weird, uh-huh. crazy, I mentioned Britney Spears casually mm. on my show. As a black man, I openly like Britney Spears. Toxic is a dope ass song. Great oh, I, she's an incredible. Yeah, Dude, she's her fans came after me. <laughs> Dude. She has She's crazy so lucky. fans, and yeah. they will come get you. And I wasn't thinking about Britney. I just mentioned her. I, you yeah. would think her fans would be older and more mature, like you were saying <laughs> about the Chargers fans earlier. They're just not, though. No. I put out a tweet the other day, yeah. the day with the, we heard the shocking news about Kobe Bryant and his family, right? Uh, and I like, picked up my son, and we went to the. I took him to the zoo, mm-hmm. and him and I just walked around the zoo. And sure enough, like I posted a picture of us at the zoo, and somebody came back at us, like. Fuck you for going to the zoo, and uh, where all these animals are kept in cages, and oh, all these—it just yeah. became that thing, right? Oh yeah, That's you're contributing to, yeah, exactly. So Jeez. I understand completely what you're talking yeah, you about. You gotta I'm mute like, those people. Yeah. Yeah. How you, dare you bond with your son, Ron? This is disgusting. Yeah, well, no, I mean, all those animals are doing a life sentence, and you didn't think about that while you were paying to go stare at them through glass. I mean, yeah. that's something you should think about, right? We didn't put it. My son had awesome. a blast, but that the day. zoo also. <laughs> by the way, your answer to this because I did get an attack because I saw a blackfish. I believe was the one where Sea World. Oh yeah, yeah. So I saw a blackfish, and I talked about it on Bob and Tom. Okay, and I was like, you know what? After watching Blackfish, like I went to the zoo last year. I'm not sure I'm going to go this year. And uh, the zoo sent me a message. Right, the zoo was like, uh, we would like you to maybe do a little bit more research on our zoo and come learn about what we do and how we extend the lives of every animal and the species that we keep and how much good we do. I'm like, well, you should probably call the Blackfish group. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, his that. fin was flopped over. <laughs> so that's what happens yeah. in captivity, that, right? Is, is that, that doesn't seem thing? like a, a, a healthy thing, you know, an erect. Finn, for me, seems like it's a positive. A dorsal that sits over like this, that's depression in my mind. Literally yeah. looking at a depression, old age. Stuff yeah. What if he was like trying to be cool, though? Like when yeah. you were a kid and you bend the rim of your hat or something. Yeah. Like, there we go. To, to something else out. Wear your pants baggy or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's the way, it's, you know, it's, you get in with the wrong crowd sometimes there, maybe. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah, especially in there, there's only a couple people yeah. to latch on to. Yeah. But I have learned that this is very good. By the way, I would like that <clears throat> just so we don't some, get into some. this situation. No, yeah. Are you I mean, lower your prices some. for Christ's sake. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is pretty expensive. But, uh, but there's. You little... just got to mute people, though, by the way. Yep. I love yeah. the mute button, don't and you? The, the thing is, though, let's mm-hmm. say we get. Let's say you it. get 20 people that say something to you. 20 people. In your timeline, that's a lot of people, right? Because you're scrolling, same per- same. Oh, man, people must really hate this. It's a good test to see what people like and what they don't like. But in the grand scheme of things, 20 people is such a small amount such of people. Such a small Nothing. number. Which is hard, though, because it's being shoved in your face. But you're like, ah, it's only 20 people. But it's hard not to just, you know, that math equation of like. Well, when you're saying it over and over again, you think that there's oh. another 20 behind that. But it's, no, it's just 20 no. random people in a in a world of 8 billion people. Yeah. Yeah. Who have 15 followers. Yeah. Who mean nothing. And they're probably not even a real account, who may by have, the way. Who yeah. may have actually just started the account to tell you this. And they probably have another account that's for Zeus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're, they're running out of <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they... They, those people, I mean, it's just the way the Chaos. internet is. Great place. Beautiful place, the internet. <laughs> Dude, it's, I, I, I'm telling you, somebody, I, I've i been roasted on the internet, just like one of my co-hosts, uh, actually two of them went viral in the last uh, two months. One, my girl Erica was talking about something with Gabrielle Union, and uh, my other co-host, Lindsey Granger, was talking about something with Kobe Bryant, and they both went super viral, and, and in both cases, um, somebody took a screenshot of me looking at them having this important cathartic <laughs> moment and going, look, sisters, this brother doesn't even support our, our black women on TV. But it's like dozens of those comments. And it's like, 
if I talked over them, they would say, this man is not letting this woman express herself. But yeah. if I sit there like, God, that, like this woman is dope. Say that shit, girl. When, if I sit there like that, then it's like I'm not supposed So it's like you, you oh, can't you win. sexist asshole. <laughs> if you were to speak over them. Oh my God! Listen, you I'll done. try to make it about himself again, dude. I, there's, you literally can't sit there. You literally can't sit. No, That's no. where we are. No, but you got to remember, you can. The only people that are upset are people that mean nothing. To they the don't world. mean anything. And everyone's looking for a reason. You know, everyone just wants to chime in somehow. And and when you respond, time, it's you. Well, you yeah. give them a lot of reasons too. I mean, well, yeah, it's different yeah, with yeah, me. Okay, what Connor does. Yeah. Almost asking for. <laughs> I mean, you, you develop very tough skin in this in this gig. Oh yeah. I mean, have you seen my hair? Or you give me a break. <laughs> Has anybody ever said anything on the internet to you that like got you? <laughs> Oh, what do you mean, gotcha? Like, made you think, like, oh, I, gotta, I need to take stock of my life type of thing? Yes, but I'm not going to say it on here like, because then they know my... Yeah, got, yeah like, either you take stock or you're like, damn. I said, I, said, I, I said something about, two years ago, I said something about Johnny Menzel on a Cleveland radio station. Uh, like, put, put my words in his mouth in terms of something around the recovery side of things. Right. And, and like that. And a guy came back at me and it was like, how dare you... This this isn't about you. This is you know another man's journey, and and it hit me right away. And I immediately like responded back like you are absolutely right. Wow, that's uh, great. You know I'm not. I, you're absolutely right. And I said thank you. Pretty much is what it was. So yeah, that. Otherwise, mostly I've been pretty good about like, you know, I'll answer. I'll answer with uh, you know. Passive aggressive gifts, yeah, that's yeah, gifs, Love whatever. <laughs> Somebody yawning. I, I, I use the David Chappelle uh, huh one a lot. <laughs> I love that one. Um, There's a lot of times where like people will say something to me and they're not being assholes, mm -hmm. but I take it as it, so I overreact back. And they're like, "Well, man, I was just giving you a compliment." Because 99 percent of the time that people are talking to you, it is in a negative light. So the yeah. one percent no, that, that is trying to be nice. That's what happens. Well, that's that what people do too. That they, they fucking pop off, and you like quote tweet it and really tear them down. And then it's like, hey man, I was just kidding. You didn't need to do that. It's like, well, you know, you kind of asked for it. Yeah. You know, if, so. you're gonna, if you're gonna say it, you better be ready for it to be captured and then sent out to you know, in Pat's case, millions of people. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, right? My fifty-five thousand or whatever it is, they're gonna be like, you know, that blue check. Well, and it gives them a little taste <laughs> yeah. too, because yeah. then you get everyone else that's a fan that just starts piling on that person. It's like, well, yeah, you see what. You know, you have to deal with on like a regular basis, like people just constantly saying bullshit to you. The yeah. mute is nice though because it doesn't give them the satisfaction that uh, you block them, but then also you don't see their bullshit. Exactly. exactly. Is, the mute is awesome. Because they could just be <laughs> just firing into a fan for the next two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two years. It's the Who best. Knows? They don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, all right. This was going to be a big discussion earlier downstairs, but I stopped it because I wanted to save it for the podcast. Um, Al asked what the best pizza chain restaurant was. Yes. And this is a hot topic in hot. this office. Today, a lot of Fridays is Pizza Hut for the boys. Mm -hmm. So after the Friday show, we will order Pizza Hut. It's a nice little treat at the end of the week. <laughs> I personally do not believe it's the best chain. A lot of people in here do. I'll let you two go first. What you think is the best pizza chain. Ryan, do you need a second to think or you know it? No, I think I got it. I mean, I pizza chain because then I would, chain. I, I would go to – my hometown locally there's a, it's a chain there's three of them in town but <laughs> but it's not yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. a chain yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not a national chain yeah, yeah. Uh, you know if anybody from great falls listens to the show 
Believe me, when I want to say pizza, it's Howard's Pizza. Don't worry oh, about it, right? Nice. Howard's Pizza. Sounds, sounds good. KG, yeah. Hey, KG. Oh, the dough is the key. It's oh, always it's the dough that makes it. They cut it in squares too. It's not the it's not the mm. triangle. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Square pizza. pizza. Um, yeah. yeah. So for me, for a chain, uh, go to on nights where I just I feel like I need like just you need to feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, and I need comfort food like that. It is the deep deep dish. Little Caesars. Oh, I'm ready. That is a pool. Yeah, I respect it. Good call. I'm gonna flip it up, man. Uh, I'm gonna go Domino's. That's mine. Yes. Too. That's mine. I like too. Domino's meat topping. So I like Let's their sausage. Out. I like their ground beef, and I like their pepperoni. Uh, the, and the, I feel like they f- they decided to focus on their their toppings. Their cheese is eh. Their sauce is eh. Everything's kind of so it's more like just a. A blank canvas, and they they go all in. Have on the you topics. ever had the uh, the pasta bowls, the bread bowls from Domino's? Oh yeah, no. That's uh, great. If you want to feel like a real piece of shit, fat fuck, but, <laughs> I do. But by tastes the way, amazing. <laughs> they put like chicken Alfredo yep. in a bread bowl. Oh. Bas- it's basically a, a giant breadstick. Unbelievable. It is. Oh, it's off. We the live charts. in the future. That's oh, dope. I, I was turned on because I was a big Little Wayne guy, and Little Wayne did a video where he was talking about Domino's, and so I was, <laughs> I was, I was turned on to Domino's earlier. He is easily influenced. Oh yeah, yeah. very easily. Little influenced. Wayne has influenced my life as well. I, I have oh, the amount of money that I have spent on Instagram. For me, ads. it was Nickelback. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I feel like you were before their time. What were you? Nine. I lived in Canada for a couple years. So, <laughs> you know, they're still big up there. Yeah, they're still big there. I wore I wore a, a leather uh, leather bracelet for like a year, like a douche. <laughs> Did <bag>. you? So, <laughs> nice. Yeah. When was this? What year was this? I think it was two thousand and nine. Oh, let's so, go. Yeah. Was that pre or post prison? Uh, pre. Oh. Yeah, it was. I went and got sober up there, actually. Well, I could have seen you walk around with that leather band and told you your future. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was a precursor. So, it was uh, right around the time the OC was on, though. So, I mean, you probably could have actually gotten away with it. It was a good look. Smallville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a huge, I was a huge Smallville fan. I ran into Justin Hartley at at my gym, and we've become pretty fast friends. He played like uh, the Green Arrow in it. And I, I, first time I met him, just like oversharing, you know, meeting this guy, I'm just like, dude, I like, I, I watched every episode of Smallville, and I'm probably thinking at me like, "Okay, weird." What I said. <laughs> Don't talk to that guy anymore. And I was like, and I was like, and I, I, I was, I just, I was high for every fucking one of them, and that, that like caught his attention. He's like, I don't think anybody's ever told me that yeah. before. Yeah. And then we started Smallville big high, yeah. <laughs> just high for every every episode of Smallville. You know, love super, love that version of Superman. Clark Kent, all time character. I love Clark. Yeah. Do you think you know more Smallville trivia than anybody else? No. What, what show, I know what for, show I do you know think you know the most trivia about? West Wing. Oh, that, you mm. answered that quick, man. You yeah. answered that quick. That's yeah. good. I've seen the West Wing, every episode of the West Wing, probably five or six times. Have you seen Designated Survivor then? Yeah. Wow. How do you feel about it? Nah. Well, I'm upset that it's no longer going. Yeah, it's Tony Netflix picked it up for the third season, and but, they were swearing and they were talking yeah. about shit they would not talk about before. <laughs> it was starting to get good. Yeah, and they just stopped it. Just like what other show uh, was on cable, and then it got picked up by something else and got better. I don't know. The Mindy Project. Yeah, went to Hulu. The Mindy. 
Is that a real thing? Yeah, Man yeah. Killing, dude. Man Killing, yeah. And you guys dog me for what I fucking watch. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Is that Tony, a real you thing? sexist <laughs> bastard. You brought that up an endless celebrity and he's acting funny? like she's some underground yeah. artist. <laughs> <laughs> she was on The Office. This, this isn't a <laughs> shit. He's YouTuber, showing USA, Tony. <laughs> yeah, you got to understand. He's glued to USA Network. He was an A-list on The Office. She was an A-list. She wrote it. She wrote most She wrote it. Yeah, I know, dummies. I'm talking about the most abstract show you got, like like a show that's... That that you think and and is beloved to you that That's would be question. very difficult for other people to maybe Ooh. comprehend. That. Ninety Day Fiance. I don't. I never missed an episode of what? Ninety, 90 Day Fiance. Really? What channel is that on? On TLC. Me and my girl. <laughs> Dude, I don't. I wouldn't miss. Dude, I'm on that shit, bro. Like blind dates? Yeah. I, by the way, I was on Blind Date. Remember that old show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. was on there. Was that the MTV what? one off the bus? No, that was on no, was Spice. Next. That was oh, with Roger yeah. Lodge. Oh, I was on there when I lived in Miami, yeah. <laughs> That's, is that go? the one where they go? you go on and then like it, little things pop up on yes. the screen? Yeah, and it, like did animations not, it did and... not go well. Uh, <laughs> I was blacked out. Uh, I, oh, yeah, I showed up blacked out. I had been partying the night. I lived in Miami. Yeah, so yeah, I, mean, that was, I showed up continuing to drink. It was not great. Hey, not my finest show. When you live in Miami, like, do you just see the Bang Bus driving around all the time? Or? I was in Miami when Bang Bus started. Oh, what a time uh, to be alive. Yeah, it was... <laughs> And I remember reading, I was sitting in a place called Steve's Pizza, by the way. You talked about Howard's, and you made me think about Steve's Pizza. It's in North Miami. It's a local joint that I love. Steve's? And uh, they, would, they would cut the ingredients right in front of you. And Ooh, I was reading the I Miami like New Times, that free newspaper that every city has. And I remember reading this article about Bang Bust and them saying that those guys lived in Miami and had started this thing. And I, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then later, I ended up seeing Bang Bust. But strangely enough, my agent had moved to Miami and signed that guy early uh, no early in his career. <laughs> so my future agent in Miami, uh, the first guy he signed was the Bang Bus guy. <laughs> was Small it Bang Bus trying to buy out the stadium? Yeah, they were trying to yeah. rename uh, the Heat Stadium. Are you serious? They <laughs> yeah. that much money. Oh, American oh, Airlines yeah. Arena? Yes. Yes. In the Bang Bus Arena? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it was last year. That wouldn't have slowed traffic down at all. <laughs> Not one. Welcome bit. to Bang Bus Arena. <laughs> Everybody's covering their kids' ears. Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Get the milk hunters. Hey, get it no, right, I was trying to think of shows like odd Welcome shows. Welcome to the uh, Milf Hunters halftime show. <laughs> uh, the concessions are empty. Here's your Everybody ponchos. Oh, uh, Milf Hunter camera just going around the whole yeah. thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, not the kiss cam, the Milf cam. And it's just <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Oh. Uh, I used to watch a show that was called Better Off Ted that was canceled after a show yep. or season. You watched it? I, I remember it, yeah. Uh, and then. Well, um, Burn Notice stinks, and you love that. So I've never seen Burn Notice. <laughs> Never seen it. Uh, Ground Floor was another one on Ooh, TBS. Oh, yeah. Uh, Boy, you does, will watch anything, huh? I mean, you cocksuckers do the same thing. <laughs> so I, have, I have one, and it is uh, Below Deck on Bravo. Oh, people like that show, it's man. It's a good show. It's about, uh, it's like a bunch of people who are uh, working on like one of those mega yachts. Yeah. Um, like that people will rent out for like a week at a time or whatever around the Mediterranean. You yep. watch this at home? Very no, not uh, not here. Oh, I will not put that on the pub. Below deck is a thing, and, and I feel like the full sentence is below deck is where we keep the coke. <laughs> there is so much coke openly, like you're like, okay, you guys are all tuned up right now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah but see, people love it though. The uh, the one reality show that I let myself watch is very Cavalier. Oh yeah, Jay. Oh, Jay's my. What happened to Big Brother? You used to watch Big Brother. All. I did. It just got. Real I, watched Big Bro- I, I watched Big Brother when I was in prison. 
Yeah, yeah. really. That's the only time I've watched. Those were the good years. Yeah, my, well, my I, I, not for you. My but co-host for the show. is on Big Brother. My co-host is uh, Jeff Schroeder, and he married Jordan on there. They were oh. on there two seasons. That's my wow. co-host. It's, yeah. Oh, those are my peoples. Yeah, she's from the South. Yes, yeah, South Carolina. Does she live in Denver now? She does. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. What about you guys? Uh, God, you know, no, these two don't watch bad TV. No, I didn't say that. Treehouse Masters. Uh, oh, that's yeah, kind of cool, though. Yeah, it is. The guy who hosts it's a huge douche, like a little too <laughs> much. He? But uh, the treehouses he builds are incredible. <laughs> I will say that. I got stuck on extreme pools where they oh. just come in, they dig oh, up your backyard, knows. remake your pool into like this billionaire like playboy looking grotto how do i get that it's unbelievably cool, cool right i mean because you gotta have a pool already yeah. so you're already living pretty good you have to have a shitty pool that's being broken oh, down it's like oh, pit my ride. Dude, it's i can do that i can do that i can make oh, my yeah. pool shitty is oh. pit my ride still in la um west coast customs i don't yeah maybe they do that stuff mine was the, the one i watch and the one my my wife gives me hell for is is a show on the the cw called the the hundred Oh, oh, yeah. What is that it. about? People yeah, that died it. or something? It's a or? dystopian, uh, yeah. you know, thing where the the planet was consumed by everything that that we're you know we're doing to to consume it with, and they ended up up on an arc in orbit above the Earth, ah. waiting for like a hundred years or two hundred years before, and they've lived on this this space uh, station essentially and recre- uh, recreated and and reprocreated uh, and made new families and everything and. They started to lose out uh, on the oxygen, and they had like a hundred kids that had messed up, and they were like in these, like in their prisoners, uh-huh. and they sent them down on a ship to to Earth to see if it was safe to live there. Then essentially sent them down to die. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They get down there and figure out that it's okay to live there, but they don't. You know, want to not everybody had died on on Earth, and they repopulated oh, down there. And this, this dystopian. Uh, Dude, that's my kind of show. Yeah, that was yeah. a great pitch, like Good Lord show. of the Flies. Kind Sounds of. like Australia. That's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of true. That's yeah. how Australia was made. Yeah. Sounds like. Yeah, it was. Pretty so pretty. I, I yeah. you know, I, it's it's still playing. I think Netflix. Net, I mean, CW has it, but the net, Netflix has picked it up and replays it, and it's a good good start. How for many me. seasons did it go? I think it's probably. I think it might be like, it's like five, five six or six years. seasons right yeah. now. Yeah. See, I don't even know if that counts. As, we're talking about like your secret trash TV show. That sounds like a legit uh, show. Like I'm talking about like you would turn it off if somebody walked in the room. Oh. Oh, I watch. I, I watch. also watch Love After Lockup. That's my shit too. Great show. That's awesome. God, should, I, I, should, we need to I should have got him yeah. to film me on that deal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I watch politics, MSNBC, and Fox News every night. Do you really? Yeah, I love it. It's my trash TV. It's my trash TV. That's exactly. We don't what normally do politics, but if I, we want to, Garth Brooks wearing a Barry Sanders jersey and just getting oh. absolutely crushed. No, it was a Bernie really? jersey. Oh. Dude. Wait, a who jersey? Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. It was a Barry Detroit Sanders Lions. jersey. He was in Detroit doing a concert. He's wearing a Barry Sanders number twenty Detroit Lions jersey, and the Trump fanatics no immediately Barry. immediately went <clears throat> fucker. Bernie Sanders it was, it was a Bernie Sanders 2020 yeah. Dude, it's the best. This is why politics are the best TV because one side's pandering to one side, the other's pandering to the other side. And, and Barry you, Sanders gets caught in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. It's the it's every Little night too. The Lions, just, the Lions did a uh, the best. The Lions did a, oh a funny my. thing today with uh, Barry with it, and it went. Uh, they showed a picture of Barry. You know how Barry looks. Just like the guy you'd meet at in the corner store yes. right now buying some milk, mm-hmm. you know, in a jersey, and they tweet out a picture of him. Uh, uh, and it says he's got your vote with Barry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. 
the best. Yeah. Uh, that's it, crazy. Because I was like, what did Barry Sanders do politically? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made a statement. It wasn't so much Barry. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was, Garth. It was Garth Brooks or like Garth Brooks was making trying to make people right. forget about Chris Klein or yeah. whatever his name was. Who do you wear in Detroit? He wore somebody in Detroit. Oh, geez. Chris, we don't need to talk about that. Chris, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Oz from America. Did you know who you know Chris Gaines is? Chris no. Ostrick. Oh, it was I bad. can't wait to show you. Garth Brooks tried to just ruin his oh, career. Oh, Garth's alter ego. Yeah. I've heard yeah. it. Okay. All right. Yes. Dark, Chris Gaines. Dark, yeah. It's like yeah. a goth thing. He had like his hair flip right in front of his nose. Oh, it looks like Chris like Angel. Yeah. It, there you go. It was Chris Angel. Why did he do that? <laughs> oh, well, he's talented. He hey, man, when you become him. that super talented and that super famous, maybe you're just like, yeah, I can do anything. Okay, I can, I can build up an emo guy. <laughs> <laughs> Garth Brooks. Oh. I could sell a million records as an emo guy. Watch That's this. And he didn't. I, he, he did, did not. not he kind of looks like. Miserably. He kind of looks like Zoolander a little bit. He's yeah. bald, right? Garth. Yeah. No. Who, what or he doesn't have a great hair. It's odd that he chose to like get a hair piece for this character, and that was the way he went. Like he could have had awesome hair or something, and he went with like the emo route. Maybe yeah. that's like how he always wanted to look as a kid. I think oh, he wanted. Yeah. To, I think in the Thunder Rolls uh, <laughs> video, oh, I think, the lightning strikes. <laughs> I think that's that's, who, that's what he wanted to look like in that that video kind of. If you look at some of his his looks, like his Chris Gaines, you're like he has some of those same facial expressions in the Thunder Rolls as he's like pointing the guitar and kind of turning his head. <laughs> so. I think it was it was around the Nickelback time, so I think he was just trying to go with the times. Fuck those Nickelback Bro, people. Those. The band themselves or the fans? They probably they, all of them. I respect that. I mean, you're going to get some tweets. About no, he that, was a big fan. <laughs> Brian was a big fan. I used to wear a leather bracelet around for a year because oh, yeah. of it. And I said that was probably the it's a precursor to prison. Yeah, precursor. Who's to prison. the biggest young country star? Now? Mason Ramsey. Yeah. Oh yeah, total boy, still going. <laughs> yeah, boy. yeah, he's crushed. Now he's not. Is Just he? kidding. He's faded out big time. <laughs> Jordan Davis, right now, probably. Yeah. You know the country scene like this? Yeah. Good for you. I'm a huge country fan. Montana. Montana, Montana boy. Eric Church is my favorite. George Strait uh, was my guy. Um, Eric Church has got the new one, Monsters, is a good one. Do you know how to do everything on a farm? Mm. Every, what's it called? A farm. Do you know how to do everything on a farm? Oh, yes. What's it called? Do you really? A farm. A farm. Yeah, I grew up. My grandfather owned a cattle and wheat ranch. You were artificially You say it so casually for a city boy from Cleveland. I'm right? like, I'm yes. like fascinated by that. Like yeah. that you could like. So you could ride horses and shit? Yep. But ranching's different than farming, too, isn't it? Not really. Really? Well, I mean, ranching is considered livestock. Farming is considered wheat, grain, barley, everything like that. Mm -hmm. His microphone's not on again. It's no, it, oh, it, it definitely it, isn't. It is. I look right at no, it. it. No, it is. It just doesn't it just, work. It shows yeah. up afterwards. But you know. So my grandfather homesteaded. They homesteaded in, like, 1918. <laughs> what does that mean? So they started a ranch. They came and got the land. Yeah. First time anybody was ever on this land. Was Oregon, trail? Oregon Trail? It wasn't Oregon Trail, but it was... Montana <laughs> Trail? <laughs> like it got, yeah, like it got dysentery and died. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. That was the whole thing. They should have more oranges. Uh, and uh, this is in Montana where uh, Lewis and Clark came up the Missouri River mm -hmm. back in the day. With Pocahontas. And, and Poca no, it's uh, Sacagawea. Sacagawea. They, uh, yeah, they actually kicked the Native Americans out and took their land. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not nice. I mean, and uh, Your grandparents did that? My grandparents <laughs> apparently did that. Nick <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm learning this now. And so <laughs> you're never ready when you hear it. And he had, <laughs> you never are. You had and you had, he had five daughters, so he never he never could pass it along to any you know, the daughters yeah. didn't want to take it over A to run a ranch and a farm, but also not work for him, I don't think. And uh, uh but I grew up going out there every you know, we'd go out there and we'd uh branding every every May, you'd go out and brand all the, the calves. Wow. Uh, and what was the symbol? X6, X hanging six. So it was an X like this with a hanging six 
off the dope. off the bottom. My both my brothers have got them tattooed I, on their was, forms. That's I was, dope. I haven't I haven't gone that route yet. They've tried to convince me to do it. I'm pissed at them and a little resentful of it because they did it while they were in Ireland on a trip together as brothers. Um, <laughs> with, that, without their oldest brother. Where were you? I think probably prison. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd be resentful have, too. Like, yeah. I mean, you could have got one in there. I would not advise Definitely. getting a brand. So um, he's been branded. Yeah, I've got one. No, yeah, really. It was not yeah. my teammates. And I mean, I'm sure during the time your teammates in uh, college that were part of the the black fraternities, they would get the Omega, Omega brand. Yeah. Like yeah, and I and the guys. I remember the guys would come into practice the next day or something like that, and they had just been branded the day before, and just the. The pain and the the scabbing and the, the healing over it and everything like that. It's like, oh my god. Robert Mathis had one that was like this thick. Yeah. He yeah, must they have just keloid up too. He must have just sat there and just they just he, they're like, Are you done? And he's like just sitting there staring <laughs> down. Keep going. I think he had like I think it seven of he has them on both arms, his calves. I mean, he is yeah. huge. Oh, what'd you say they do? I mean they keloid uh I, I don't know if it's just with black skin, but I know it's primarily with black skin. You'll see sometimes people will have marks, but sometimes like uh if you get burned, it almost kind of bubbles up and stays like that. Uh-huh. So you would you would get that sometimes with uh, with that ha- brands. That happens to cigarettes too. Yeah, if you put a cigarette out on yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like you get that kind of keloid bump. By the way, that's, that's for the white people. Yeah, putting like, cigarettes out on themselves. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> that was what we were talking about earlier. Uh, alcohol leads to that. Yeah. Leads to going to the emergency it's room. White, that's yeah. a white people. You would put cigarettes out on yourself? No, nah, or we others just for fun. Yeah, just Josh. It was one time. It was yeah. one time. I still got the cigarettes. They, they, white people have a game. But my grandfather it. loved me. But you know, I do everything on that. You don't even know how to milk the milk the cows. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Wow. You ever watch Yellowstone? Oh, yeah. It's filmed in Montana. Yeah. 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 Right up your alley. I'm trying to get my brother on. My brother's an actor. I'm trying to get my brother on oh, it. You've been on a cattle to. drive? Oh, uh, yeah. We went, we would go on a, there would be a cattle drive every summer that they would um, push cattle from around where my gra- grandfather's ranch is up the Missouri breaks and everything. That's a really neat thing over the 4th of July. And then when I was, uh, when we'd go up to this uh, dude ranch in the summers, uh, in the mountains, every morning we let the horses out at night to go graze, and then every morning we'd go out and we'd push them and, and, and get them back in to, to ride them the next day. When we go, because we'd take about fly fishing and everything. Like that, you want so. to camp on a water? Can you call him like a dog? <laughs> no, I can't. Want How far is like the closest like city center to your grandparents? Is like fifty miles? Fifty like, miles, like probably. YMCA? Fifty miles, probably. <laughs> to like a grocery store? No. Do you uh, say like I'm going to town? Yeah, you, I'm going to town. That's like fifty miles. No, the town would have been. T- 18 miles probably. So if you like Jeez. break a leg, you're yeah. fucked. Yeah. My, I, my, my uncle got bit by a rattlesnake when we were out there one year, oh, uh, Jesus. you know, and you just, you get them into the, you get them into the um, local doctor there in, in the, the little town and they have some snake bite vent or antidote or however, whatever it was, you know, anti-venom and, and away we go. Snake he killed expert. it. I mean, he bit him and he killed it. And he's that, before we go, he's standing there in his freaking shorts and cowboy boots with holding up this, you know, Eight foot long rattlesnake. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's a pretty cool picture. That's a great photo. Please tell me he took that picture and put it on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) That's my first I don't believe he has Instagram. He's my uncle and (laughs) he's like 70. Yeah, but throwback Thursday. Throwback Thursday. I need to get it. Somehow, like, tell people some way that that this is me. Yeah, still plays. Oh, that's cool, man. It's, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, there were rattlesnakes and we would take, uh, uh, 22250s, uh, and blow up gophers. I mean, just. (laughs) 
I mean, well, they're a menace. They're a nuisance. Tweets, by the way. No, they're a menace. Here's some more tweets you're about to get. Yeah, Peta. Like Peta's going to be after yeah, that. Yeah. Fuck Peta. They get, they get <laughs> no, the they're too worried about Like, Phil. I would let everybody know what Connor just said there <laughs> does not reflect the views of his employer. Of course not. And when he but, said Gophers, he meant Minnesota. He's talking about blowing up people. Min- <laughs> <laughs> I regret those decisions I made, but I've changed. Did you? Yeah. Did you see? Um, <laughs> now nah, we all see. Now I can't shoot a firearm. So that, that helps be the process with all this. Yeah. So. Did you see Madison Bumgarner was a uh, professional uh, horse roper? Roper. Yeah, he was. A, he was a cat. He was a calf roper. I don't know if he was a team. Ro- he had to been team roper when doing it. Um, another is is uh, another is calf roping. That that can be by yourself or what I what I like to do when I was growing up was uh, bulldogging, which was steer wrestling. So well, you jump off and you have to tackle. You jump them? off on the on, on top of the steer and you. You turn them and, and get them on their Do side. Do you think that oh. steer ever looks back at you and goes, "Son of a bitch"? Is that what bitch, he tied the legs the right one. after? No, that's calf rope. Okay. Yeah. He's never too big in the draft. <laughs> Jeez, son of a bitch! Can I not get the alcoholic cowboys? <laughs> and you're supposed to you're supposed to ride a, a shorter horse, so it's not as far a fall. But like the like the shorter horse I got, my my legs were so damn long they would just like drag across the ground. <laughs> you're on a donkey. Kick? I look like yeah, I look like a goofball riding a, a pony. You know, jumping off on a on a on a steer trying to break its neck and take it down. Ryan, you know, Ryan the, how do they teach you to dismount? Because you're riding the horse. You have to time it. Do you swing your leg over or do you lunge? Do you, you try and you dive pra- at it? Start, do you practice you, on you a just, pommel horse? So you're, you're like, yeah. So I'm trying to show people here on the podcast yeah. that are being filled. Like I'm showing, so you're riding the horse, you're galloping, and you just you, you start to fall out of the saddle right on top of the the uh, right on top of the uh, uh, steer's uh-huh. uh, horns and the the right leg that was over the top just slides with you and when you get down you your feet plant into the into the ground and it drags you for a little bit and then you, you use all that weight and you turn and you roll them and as soon as you get them flat on its side that's when the judges you that, don't tie that's that when one they up. start timing oh, that's when they stop the timer yeah it's kind of like when you go skydiving and you like land in a parachute it sounds similar <laughs> yeah how many of you have skydived not me I have not. You have? I never have. But. <laughs> did you do it out of a helicopter or a plane? Plane. So I did it out of a helicopter. I recommend you doing that oh, because geez. it's. Like, I wanted to jump out of the plane that I was in. By the way, it was tiny. Right. <laughs> you got to the point where you're like, "Get me the fuck off of this plane." We were in the we were in the Swiss Alps. We were in the Swiss Alps of Swiss. Uh, That's awesome. In near Interlaken, oh, and we're in a helicopter that is like, I don't know how it's flying. Mm-hmm. So now we're at thirteen thousand feet above the the uh, Swiss Alps, and I have this little Cabbage Patch doll of a former Navy SEAL on my back. Yeah, and he said, "Are you sure you're? Are you sure you're two hundred and fifty pounds or less?" That's uh, yeah, the weigh-in. I was going to ask you what? about the weigh-in, and I was not sure if I had gotten over the two fifty at the time. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I decided to take this guy's life into, into my hands too, <laughs> right? And just say yes. And okay, here we go, and we. Out of a helicopter, you base jump because you're you're floating. Uh-huh. You're not you're not tucking and rolling out of a plane because you're moving. Uh-huh. You're just you're just hovering, and it's and you base jump. You just go. Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah, and that little guy's just kind of in the back, like on. Oh yeah, your he's back. just hanging on. Your ba- he's just hanging on the back. He's probably done. He's probably gonna do 15 jumps in the day. Oh, you know, good lord, with all the all the tourists. So mine was 230 pounds. I showed up at 238. Okay, so I was actually on a scale. They actually had me get on a scale, and I was like, "Well, I'm too heavy. Sorry, boys. 
this is going to be for you, not for me. You're not like I, I was kind of being forced to be there, by the way. So I was like, oh, this is an out. This is a sign from whichever God's real. And then this little guy, this little <laughs> old guy comes popping up. Like Randy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what his name. It might have been Randy. He looked like a Randy. I'm, he tells me to get back on the scale. And then he says, give me your hand. And he just lifts up my hand until I'm 230. He's like, you're good. You'll jump with me. And he walks away. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, well, do we not have rules? Like there's rules for a reason. <laughs> it's more of a guideline. It's more of a guideline. Well, it's, it's a combined weight. That's uh, why they had the little guy with you. They put a little but guy. But every guy the- was little. So it didn't matter. Yeah, I was just sweetest. Like, yeah. My yeah, guy was uh, tiny. But I, you know, and, and, and the guy videotaped the first one we did. He had it on his wrist. He had the camera on his wrist. And we, I got it on video and everything like that. And we stayed there for two weeks. And we did it every morning. And it was probably the best hangover thing I you can imagine. imagine. Oh, you did it a bunch of times. Yeah, we did it every, every morning. Do you, sh- do you show that video to people? Um, I don't know where to. I have, yeah. I always find it weird when people are like watch this video of me skydiving, and like it's obviously not the same effect when you're watching the video. It's just someone's cheeks flopping. <laughs> 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 oh, that's that's yeah. great. I wish I could find mine too. I, I don't, was it cold? Because sounds like yours is on the deleted scenes of Triple X. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> diesel. I don't know Probably was. <laughs> was it snowing? No, it was middle of summer. Hey, when they pulled that thing though. And you're about to be caught by the harness. Uh, That's when the weight in my head, I was like, oh, so when this thing yanks me. And I pop through it and I go to (laughs) Earth. And he's just sitting there floating going, fuck, lost another one. (laughs) Shouldn't have lied about his weight. By the way, that thing hits the groin. That thing hits the groin. It it hits different when you're you're skydiving and the harness hits you. I don't think they do a good job of telling you that. Because anything I've ever jumped, like I jumped out of the stratosphere in Vegas. Mm. uh, But that was for a show I was hosting. I jumped off... uh, uh, some cliffs in Jamaica, but that was for. I've never jumped off. Black people don't jump off shit unless there's a contract involved. Like I'm not doing that. And every single time, the stratosphere hurt my nuts. Bad with the, with the thing. Jamaica hurt my nuts. Bad. And uh, fuck, I went. I took my kids to a uh, Great Wolf Lodge. Shout out Great Wolf Lodge. And I did the uh, the the single person where you just cross your arms like a mummy and go down the water. Dude, I crushed my nuts to the point where, like, I was, like, talking to my daughter, and I was like, are there tears welling up in my eyes? It hurts so bad. Like, your nuts are never accounted for when you jump off shit. You never, because it doesn't, James Bond doesn't react with his nuts. (laughs) So you think it's not going to affect you. Nobody's talking about the nuts getting banged whenever you're jumping on stuff. always get banged. How come How come the Great Wolf Lodge doesn't get more shout-outs, by the way? Yeah. That might be the Indoor water parks? Yeah. Yeah. Your kids go, first of all, that shit is expensive as fuck. Like but it is worth it, man. My kids Where's have... Where's it at? There's a... Like, I think there might be like... It's a national chain. They're normally on the side of highways. You've been driving yeah. by and there's just a, a big building that has like a tube coming out of it. Yeah. Oh, there's one on the way to Pittsburgh. Exactly. Yeah, there's one That's in probably the one he was at. That was that, that one in closed. Anaheim. Is oh, it close? Yeah. That's I think true. there's one in Dallas... There's uh, one in Ohio. There's one in Denver, like Wisconsin. somewhere in Colorado. Not nice. But dude, not your nice kids weather. will love it, bro. And and it's like a stuff for you and the wife to do. If you are listening to this podcast right now, which if you're hearing me talk, you are listening to this podcast right mm. now. I want you to take a second and look down. When was the last time you shaved your junk? It's been a while. Don't lie. Let's take a second to Thank our sponsor, Manscaped, for holding you accountable to get rid of the funk and shave your junk. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0 Essential Kit, the perfect tools for your family jewels. The Perfect Package... 
Package 3.0 kit comes with a new and improved lawnmower 3.0, waterproof, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. This third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. And, of course, let's not forget about the crop preserver, mm-hmm. an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, right? Right? Yeah. 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 So why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? That's a good point. You it's- stooge! When you purchase the new Perfect Package 3.0 kit at manscaped.com, you get the biggest bang for your buck. Subscribers get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmers always stay fresh and clean for a limited time. Subscribers get not one, but two free free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, that's a $39 value add, and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. Quite a deal. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code THEPOD at manscaped.com. That's THEPOD at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. I don't know if I'm going to have a wife when I go home. Yeah. (laughs) No one does. Let's please talk about that. So Ryan ran into a problem that we all run into Mm -hmm. when we are using Manscaped. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh well, well. Have, anyway, you, have you run into that same problem? I don't know. This seems no, like a, this seems like a very trivial, trivial well, maybe, thing. No, no, no. This so is standard. every time well, that every time me, that but. a dude with a girlfriend or a fiance or a wife shaves their crotch area, they have to time it so that they're with their significant other for the next. If you do it before you go on a trip, or if you do it while you're on a trip, yes, they automatically think Yeah, because you're dressing up for things. somebody else is what they think mm. automatically. That's yeah. what they think, yes. You have to time it. And Ryan here made a fatal flaw. I mean, one of the worst decisions worst I've heard. Hall of Fame in a, in flaw. Hall of Fame manscaping flaw here. Yeah. He's on the road for three weeks. He decided to manscape directly before leaving, so his wife's it wasn't like... wasn't directly before. What? It was like a Tuesday before I left on a Monday, so almost a full week. Oh! Uh, Oh, that's what we that's heard. That's what we heard. You got your woman is watching everything you do when you leave and everything you do when you come back. And, and that's you, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes, but it's that's still love, happening. Ryan. No, it's not. It's just, love. We had just gone to Disneyland on Sunday. It was an unbelievable family time. <laughs> we had great conversation. Uh, you didn't manscape. You didn't shave your balls though before. <laughs> I, did, I, I did. I did. I'd done it the Tuesday before. It was Sunday now. She just hadn't seen me uh, naked at yeah. that point, oh, right? Product. So we are. We are had a great day at, at Disneyland. We we spent a wonderful day together. Enjoyed our son. Got to meet Darth Vader and Chewbacca. And oh, just, what a day! Right, That's and dope. we get home. I I feed my son. I I bathe him. Uh-huh. You know, so I was in the bath with him, and then I. Get out and take him. I'm carrying him. I dried him off real good, and I had put my towel on. And as I was walking along, my towel falls off. Yeah. Walking through the living room, and I'm taking him to put his stuff on. And I turn and I just turn to say something to her like that, and she notices. So it was my looking groom, good. My groom, and I'm looking good. She was checking. Yeah. You out. Right, checking me out, and she's like, "Oh, when did you do that?" And I'm like. Oh yeah, it was just it was getting out of hand, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it's it. Been a while. You didn't took even, the funk off your junk. Didn't even think about it. Went in, you know, 
put my child down for bed. I crawl into bed. I'm going to be gone for three weeks. I'm like starting to, she just kind of crawls in, turns her back and goes, all right, good night. Oh, oh man! And I'm like, I'm I'm leaving for three weeks here. Can we can we cut a little bit? Watch some yeah. watch some Netflix comedy and just and something something. Yeah. And she's like, Well, I think it's just a little interesting. Uh, that's the word. That, <laughs> or, co- or convenient that you decide to groom when you're going to leave for three weeks. Mm, you're in trouble. And I, I lost. I absolutely. I went. <laughs> are you are you kidding me? Are you oh, kidding no. me right now? Oh no! You dug deeper. You're, you're, you dug you're, in. You're just you're just fucking with me, right? <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna say this though. I think that reaction is what she wanted because if you had been like, "Oh baby, why are you even saying that?" It's not. Oh, like I've I had that ever... conversation before. Yeah, yeah we... I think the real there's an anger <laughs> that men get when they're accused of stuff that they haven't done. You react differently. Oh, yeah. if, you, if you had cheated, yes. you'd be like. Well, you always accuse me of stuff, but when you really didn't do anything, you have yep. the fuck you. Yep. I'm not coming home. Like, cause yeah, straight up, me, she's gonna get mad. Me and my girl got into it uh, right before I left. Yes, I suspect my wife's not gonna listen. And to this, uh, yeah, so. I think yeah, it's gonna be fine. it's gonna be bad What's when I get home. To What's your email? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought there was just, I thought <laughs> there was <laughs> the clip over there, <laughs> dude. No, it's oh, man, it's I, I go on. It's a thin line yeah, that we walk. All right. Hey, but remember, I was like, I was hey, just like, I can't, yeah. I can't risk even assessment here. Yeah, risk, risk assessment. I can't even groom. I think it's hard Literally. because you don't get any credit for being a good guy, and that's the thing. Mm. And I think like every dude in this room knows that like the way that we're wired, we could go the other way and be first of all quite good at it. You know, and just that's a lot of fun too. We like we talked about the dark side. Oh, yeah, bro. The dark side it probably has better parties. Like, dude, it's and as, for and us as, to turn that down. And Pat said recently yeah, on his show last week that I am in person very handsome and tall. <laughs> yes, I, I feel like we deserve good for us. more than a good for us because every dude in this room <laughs> has options. And we get well, put in the same. Slow down there, all right? Dude, you're on the podcast. You can get laid up. Uh, to, uh, to be surprised. To be honest, I don't know if I have that many options. You do, to be, Brian, just Ryan, stop Ryan. it. By, by the way, great answer to get back in good graces. Yes, but I'm And saying, I don't have any options. You have hundreds of options just because you're 6'6". Six, six. Like, that's yeah. just the thing. Yeah. Well, that's the reason she liked me because she's 6'1". So I'm like, oh, yeah. you know. Oh. She's not, she's not looking around the room your, going like... Uh, your athlete children are yeah. going to be... Yeah, what position is your son going to play then? Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a Goal. basketball player. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Smart, guaranteed Point contract. Or golf. Guaranteed contract. Yeah, Doesn't smart. have to go probably at the time. Probably won't have to go to college. Man. Yeah, we don't Now like I'm that. disputing having my kid go to college. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If he goes to a good enough high school and yeah. you got him around people that teach him some common sense, yeah. I mean, what else do you he need? He throws right? hard enough in baseball. He can be making 500 I mean, Al's a rocket scientist in college and he's... I don't think he's using that. I don't think I have. Well, I got a degree in biology, and I taught middle school. What's yeah. up, guys? Hey, <laughs> what's up? Twenty six five a year. <laughs> I I, uh, I got a psychology degree, and I'm a I'm a podcaster and a yeah. analyst. By so, the way, good. Yeah. That's a great degree to have. Yeah. But you're saying there should be a little bit more points that we get. I really, dude. It's it, look, look, man. I didn't live both sides of it. Of just being like uh, just a regular dude sh- sh- striking out nightclubs and, mm-hmm. and shit like that, and I've also had the other way where they're just three girls that are gonna drive back to the hotel with you. That side too, and I think the dude that tells those girls in the lobby, "Hey, I'm gonna go to sleep. It was a pleasure meeting y'all," and goes up and cranks one out and goes to bed, mm-hmm. is 
the LeBron of regular people. Because that shit's impossible. So don't fucking put me in the same category as some fucking plumber in Jersey. Well, Maureen's husband never cheated. He's fucked. Come on. Stop. Like, Ryan has way more fucking options than that fucking plumber, and there should be a different fucking category. Exactly. And Ryan, that's why we're saying... You manscape your balls anytime. Yeah. Dude, get those balls nice and shiny. It's so real. I had to shave because my chest hair was messing with the microphone when they would put it underneath my dress shirt. Oh, so I had no. just had to shave a little bit. And my girl's like, what's up with that? Hey, like, immediately, bro. <laughs> like, as soon as I got a shower, what's up with that? Like, they Damn. look at their men. What's different? Why are you wearing different Why cologne? Why do you look better? You than- never eat that. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck? Why are you in bed so early, dude? Why'd you go right to the shower as soon Why as you walked in the house? Why are we having sex? Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm tired. The, we have uh, a baby. The, the, you know, <laughs> we're done. We 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 had a complete. We had a bunch of sex, right? <laughs> I shave my legs every once in a while. Yeah, can't anymore. Sam gets very mad. But boy, when I shave these legs, they it look felt massive. Right. So I want to do it when I was going to go yeah. kick for the bears. Sometimes you do it for yourself. When I was going to go kick for the bears. I uh, I shaved my legs right for the workout because when I showed up, I wanted them. To, I wanted it to look massive. Yeah. You know? And I used to shave my legs. All the time. What are time. your favorite things? I used to shave my legs all the time because it was just like, hey, it always generated a conversation, which I enjoyed, right? Yeah. Like, are you leg shaved? I'm like, oh, yeah, they're massive, though. Let me look at yeah. them. Check them out. Tell them I can get in these jeans. Yeah, I just look like, at them. It's just like a hilarious thing. So I, started, I did it for the game. I'm like, I missed like, miss this. So I was like, I started doing it again, and my lady comes in, and she goes, oh, we're not doing that anymore, right? And I was like, I actually enjoy it. She's like, I don't. I was like, but I do. She's like, I don't. I'm like, oh, this is going to be an interesting. This is going to be. This is an interesting game of Red Rover we got going on right here. And by the way, haven't shaved my legs since. There it is. It's just, it it's just easier. That I just way. submitted. Yeah, it's I was just, just like, all right, I won't way. do it. But when I do it, though, I'm gonna make sure it's right before I leave town for three weeks. <laughs> see I, how that goes. I have a punter fan question because, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, you look at basketball players and like somebody like Kevin Durant, who's as skinny as you could be, can jump out of the gym. Mm-hmm. You don't see guys with. Like the kind of like big muscular legs that can usually jump out of the gym. Do muscular quads and calves matter for kicking? Well, for me, it did because I wasn't very flexible. Uh huh. So I had to use all raw power basically. So that's where my legs ha- helped out immensely. But you look like Evan Foxy here, who's in our office, has <laughs> the smallest legs I've ever seen a male have. Like, a, and he can dunk, he can fly, he can yeah. run. It doesn't make much sense to me. I, I can jump, I can do all those things. I'm a pretty explosive person. But for me, I wasn't flexible, so I had to go all raw power. But there are punters with skinny legs that are just... Super flexible. JK. Like the JK Scott, for instance, he does Pilates, but he's he's tall, and his leg, he puts his leg up over his head. He said he broke Jeez. his nose one time by his knee hitting. My leg is not seeing my shoulder ever so it all, yeah. it, i had to generate all power so there's different styles you know different strokes for people it's like um who's that golfer lt uh, uh who's the bald-headed football player from back in the day it was an animal LT. Taylor. you ever see him golf no he has a quarter swing and it's just like all power for that quarter swing right and then you see a golf swinger who's like a big long one like baba it's, yeah it's like two mm-hmm. different strokes you know mm-hmm. it's like either a raw power or like the the absolute you use science i guess for technique like, yeah it's like two different styles it's the same thing for kicking if i didn't have these powerful legs i wouldn't have made it yeah but if i because i wasn't flexible but if i was super flexible you can't have all the mass. Yeah, you can't have all the mass. So it's like a it's like a give and take almost, if that yeah. makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. No, that makes so would you 
work on your biceps like when you were playing, or would you be scared that quarterbacks throw have your bad bodies? Yeah. Bad bodies. Quarterbacks have quarterbacks have bad bodies, uh, and uh, that's a, that's a good way for me to be able to tell people like why I had the bat, but I had to have the bad body. I'm playing quarterback. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's real uh, though because you got leaf handles. There's leaf handles going <laughs> back there. Um, it's all about just hip replacement, Re- replacing your right hip with your, uh, replacing your left hip with your right hip. That's all it's about. And golf swings are very similar. So you just it's that flip right there. That's where you get all your power. It, you could be powerful in your core. Uh, it didn't mean you have to have a, like washboard abs. It just means you had to be like have a tree trunk from about here to about mid thigh. So you're from about the low, the bottom of your ribs, thick. Yeah, okay, yeah, just kind of thick and uh, and powerful. And that's where I was always. Uh, that's where I got all my power from. Is I that want- pitchers too? Yeah. Yeah, pretty Pitchers much. the same way? Yeah. yeah. Or if a guy has like a really violent like uh, elbow yeah. whip. Like and I had a lot too. of uh, elasticity in my joints. So like when I was a pitcher, you know, there's pictures of me when I'm pitching and my my arm is all the way at 90 degrees back that way yeah. where it's whipping to go. Yeah. You know, and when I'm throwing, uh, a lot of people when they extended, it was like mine was really quick. Mine was right from my ear and going like that. And it was immediate. And that power that I had up here, as soon as my coach taught me how to throw with my hips more than my arm, my arm was never sore again. And the ball would just go and just explode out. Me yeah. and Dan Marino, big quick release, yeah, guys. Same. That's, <laughs> me and Dan. That's interesting. Do you think your farm work helped with that? Because I remember they said Edger and James said that because he worked on a watermelon truck. So he said he was ripped before he ever went to a weight room oh, at God, UM. I was never ripped, ever. I was, Even as a I was, farmer? I was a skinny... I had great calves. I had basketball uh, calves for a long time, and I could jump out of the gym. Like my vertical was like thirty six inches, and I could dunk. Yeah. And but I was never, ever, a person that had like abs. Mm-hmm. I don't think the bottom two abs exist. No, yeah. like, I, I was born without. You gotta like commit. You have to change your lifestyle to get those two abs. Those, those bottom two abs. But I watched. Are, you guys I watched saw that guys, Mark Wahlberg. Said, I watched yeah. guys yeah. growing up <laughs> that, especially when I got to college, that would eat exactly like I ate. Yeah, we'd go out and we'd eat wings and drink beer and everything like that. And I'd come in and I'd be weighing, you know, two forty-eight at the time. And dude, dude <laughs> ate ten times as much as me. And he just like, like coaches tell him to put on weight because uh, he's gonna be dehydrated because you got that damn V going down your mm-hmm. dick, you know, from yeah. washboard abs. Oh, like, yeah. I want that right V there. so yeah. bad one night. So. It's too late, <laughs> one man. Night. I would, show I would totally, like, I would totally go gay right You go to yeah, a hot sauna, well, then, and you just cook for like the next like two days or so, Yeah, you'll be so dehydrated, that thing will be ready. Here's the problem, though. Then she's going to question you why. Yeah. Why, why do you need that V? You already got me. Yeah, true. Don't get the V, man. That's my plan. All right, we have been not to get the V, not to get it for that reason. Smart, yeah. But that's why, once again, good men. There we go. But, uh, yeah. Good men with options. I'm, I'm willing to, sa- I'm willing to sacrifice these things. You're right. Look See? at us. Look at us. Look at but us. if I got men like Pat McAfee tell <laughs> me that I am tall and handsome in person, that that's going to go a long ways. I, I feel like you're going to say that in the mirror tomorrow morning. Dude, are you I kidding am me? Tall, I am it's handsome. Going to, you're <laughs> a bad <laughs> it's mother. It's already. It's already on my Twitter bio. Smart man, you yeah. are though. When you walked in this morning, everybody it was like, uh, "Jesus, what is that? Oh, oh, shit. Who is that, that? Isn't it a great point in your life and your masculinity when you can admit like a guy is a good-looking dude? Oh yeah, I where know. you're just like, mm-hmm. I don't like guys. Oh, look at guys. Fuck you. Like you, my old roommate in Miami, he was the first guy that I had ever seen girls come up to, 
Like this is pre Tinder. Girl, like regular normal women would just come and be like, I never do this, but here is my number. Mm-hmm. He just and when I got married the first time, my ex-wife was like, Who the fuck is that? <laughs> like some people are just abnormally good looking. Uh-huh. Like in, if you're sitting, oh, oh, look at you don't know that that's a good looking guy, then how do you groom yourself in the morning? Correct. Like you know what a, an attractive man looks like. Hey, my one of my roommates, he may or may not have been in this office the other day. He used to just stand there. That was his. All these guys are trying to go out and get women or whatever. I never wanted to do that. All I wanted to do is have more fun than everybody, and I assumed everything else would girls would come. Yeah. yeah, but this dude would just stand there. That that was his entire pickup game strategy. Was just standing there and looking attractive, and he would it would just work. It would just work, and I was like, "That's crazy, that, what a life man. this guy. Yeah, it's a good life. What? Yeah. It's a good life. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, I bet you just really attractive people, men and women. They just think everybody's really nice. <laughs> yes. Like if you're a smoking yep. hot chick, oh, yeah. you've been hot since you yeah. were 11 or 12, you know, and now you're everybody you've ever met since you've been conscious has been opening the door and oh I, I I went through and took your junk mail out for you ma'am and hey I brought your bags up no and you're like oh that guy's nice and no he gave me an oil change for free that was nice no one is fucking it's just you like you're just living in this alternate reality. <laughs> Of hotness, you play pro, you play pro football. You know they're yeah, they're yeah, the free oil change. Yeah. Hey, did that, that just hit you there? That's probably a good bit. You probably run. Oh, I never thought about that. No, I just I never do bits on the pod. No, but I'm. Oh, really? Never. No. Really? No, never. Same for stage. I just never. I just talk. Yeah. Oh, hey. By the way, that could probably lead you to some bits. I think your little bit right there probably I a pretty. Will, I'll try it tonight. Okay. Hey. Will you let us know how it goes? I, I definitely, I will definitely uh, let you know. I am going to try a, a new bit tonight because some shit happened yesterday. I, I picked. Up, I know we got to go. I uh, no, literally no, we, we got don't. To- <laughs> oh shit. Okay, I didn't know what, what we we're doing. Time. Well, but- Ryan might have to go shave his balls or something. Yeah. Well, we know <laughs> Brian's balls have their own schedule. <laughs> how far in are we? <laughs> I went to go get my, you know, I got my car from Avis yesterday. My, it was, you know, I got the preferred. So it was like, you know, Jackson C14. So I'm walking around the Avis, like in, in row A and row B and row C. And then it goes down to like C18 and then it just cuts off and then it's budget and hurts and all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. And I'm like walking around and I'm like, I don't want to go ask because it's numbers and letters and they're like, you should be able to figure that out. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't see C14. What the fuck? And I'm like, I'm not going to go ask, is it going to clown me? And I eventually go in. I'm like, I'm, I can't find C14. She goes, oh, well, we merged with budget. So it's it's budget. It's C14 on the budget. I'm like, why don't you throw a sign up? I, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't fucking on the NASDAQ merger meeting. That Avis had, you just want me to take the budget car in the off chance that there's been a merger that I haven't heard about? I was like, I thought that was just like, you must answer this fucking question. Fucking put a sign up. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? You're not the first one who's asked. Every day. I'm like, why wouldn't you just fix it? I love how you had so much pride too early. You're like, I'm not going to ask. And then you go in there and you're like, well, I would never have been able to figure that out in a million. Dude, I would you would ne- still be walking around that. I was like to the point where I was like, because I had my bag, I was starting to sweat. I was like, I don't care if she thinks I'm dumb. I'm gonna just going <laughs> to That's when them questions are so dumb, they might not let you take the car. They're like, you're too stupid. Uh, sign this form, sir. You're- yeah, you're going to. We'll just we'll have somebody drive you. <laughs> I would like to see the nice people bit, though. Because you're in Indiana, yeah. known for being nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. And maybe that's just what like being in Indian is like every day, being hot. Every yeah, every good looking woman out there, uh, 
must seem like she's from Indiana, maybe. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you could tie it into Indiana. Never have to use it again. But boy, I think it's an actual, it's a good Or little, you could just use it every place you go. There yeah. we go. You, you make the people feel comfortable about, yeah, how, about some how, how nice the state is. Yeah. yeah. How good the people are. You go to Massachusetts, that joke won't fly. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. no way. You've done this bit in other cities. You must, you, <laughs> must, you must have just come from San Diego. <laughs> we have literally gone through everything possibly that we ever could have talked about, I think. We've gone serious. Guess you We've guys gone, don't want to tackle racism, gone. huh? <laughs> well, that's kind of racist. I see actually. the agenda yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what a spin zone here. We've got a guy from Boston here, so we just want to stay away from uh, this. I'll t- turn my mic on. It's fine. <laughs> you guys go ahead. Um, check out Al. What is it? AlJacksonLive.com. AlJacksonLive.com and Al Jackson on Twitter and Al Jackson IG on Insta. Are you on tour? Are you on tour every weekend, bro? Oh, kind of. Like Al every Jackson. other weekend, because I go see my kids uh, at least three weekends out of the month. So like every other weekend, I try and sneak in there. So that Al Jackson IG. Yeah, that's. Have we talked about that? Oh, did I say that tell that last time? I don't know. I've heard it before. Yeah, but it is one of my favorite. I'll tell Ryan. Yeah, uh, there you go. So Ryan, I was uh, my Instagram's Al Jackson IG for Instagram, obviously, and I I was doing a radio show in West Palm Beach, and the, it was a uh, like a oh like a sixty year old DJ who I'd done interviews. With, I was promo on my show that night, and he he's wrapping the interview up. And uh, he goes, we got funny man Al Jackson here. He's got two shows tonight, 7.30 to 9.30. If you can't catch him on stage, catch him on social media, on Twitter, at Al Jackson, or on Instagram, at Al Jackson Nig. (laughs) 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 Now we got racism on this. And how'd that go? Dude, it was, and it was like, I, when you just see somebody's face, like, my career is over. And, and so I'm like, I knew the guy, and I was like, dude, he's cool with everybody. He would just play. Like, I was trying to, like, clean up like a mom after an alcoholic. It's okay. He's just sleeping. I'm not going to enable this behavior really yeah. quick. Yeah. That's my favorite. Oh, man. Al Jackson, Nick. Shout out. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. At Ryan D. Leaf. What was your website too? TheRyanDLeaf.com. If you uh, if you want Ryan to motivation. Was RyanDLeaf.com taken? Oh, uh, drop the. <laughs> yeah. Social network. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, it, it must have been. Yes, yeah, it had to have been. Otherwise, yeah, I you know I don't I know why we would have any otherwise. But uh, um, yeah, you can you can sign up there for for speaking gigs for all the stuff we're doing. Uh, with our with our podcast network, with our radio show and everything like that too. You guys so. were awesome. I appreciate it. And can I just say, I want to give a shout out to Ryan for answering maybe the worst question ever. With yeah, it was probably taken. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like no, we skipped over Ryan Leaf. Why would we want my name? We don't want to make it easy. Uh, hey. <laughs> I have no idea. You have no idea. The drop the the was seems so smart now. It's the with two E's. <laughs> the. <laughs> the. The Ryan D. Lee. All right. This has been the pod. We appreciate you. Uh, at the pod PMI on Twitter and Instagram. Send us in your uh, video questions. Um, and we will see you on Wednesday.